This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. I am your host, Ian Carmel. And uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, we are fantasy drafting sports movies. Sports, all sports movies, documentaries, works of fiction, historical reimaginings, cartoon depictions of all-star teams. Well, actually, that was a TV show, so not that one. But the the previous ones I mentioned. Uh, To do that today, I have uh, Rhea Butcher and John Gabris in here with me. Two uh, two people who are sports fans. John, you described us as sports adjacent people. Yeah, jock adjacent. <laughs> jock adjacent, <laughs> which I think accurately describes all of us. Uh, a jocksent. Jocksent. A jocksent. <laughs> exactly. Um, before before I introduce the guest and before we get into it, I would just I just want to say uh, we just passed a hundred thousand already to one hundred twenty thousand downloads and i i just want to thank you uh for listening and for downloading it i really do appreciate it i know everyone has like a limited amount of free time in their week so if you spend an hour or two with us i really really appreciate that and uh if you have an extra three seconds go to itunes and uh give us a rating and leave leave a positive comment five stars only i don't want any of that four-star business we don't give you four-star podcasts so don't give me a four-star rating i love you i'm proud of you no matter what you do uh but yeah thank you so much for listening Re- even if you don't leave a comment i just really really appreciate it we love doing this so uh i'm glad you love listening to it enough schmaltz let's get on to the games uh we have Rhea butcher here a, a wonderful stand-up comedian such a funny i would thank call you, you I would call you a rising star of Ooh, the stand-up comedy yeah. circuit. Yeah. How do you Thank like you. that? I like yeah. it. Rising. First team, first team all rookie. <laughs> I love it. First team all rookie. First team Roy. Uh, co-creator and co-star of the CISO television show, uh, Take My Wife. Indeed I am. Very funny. And uh, the recipient of rave reviews. <laughs> yes. Rave Romano over here. Many rave Romano reviews. Rave Romano reviews. <laughs> oh, my computer. That's curve. Right Everybody <laughs> loves Ray. Um, in addition to your wonderful tea, why did my computer just wig out? Interesting for the listeners. Uh, in addition, <laughs> in addition to the uh, the television show, you also have the podcast and popular Los Angeles comedy show. Uh, Put your hands together. Indeed, I do. Which you were the co-host of, and Indeed which I, I am. The pleasure of performing on a few times. It's such, it's Indeed such you a have. fun show. Yeah, I've it's a great once. show. It was, a it was a delight. Yeah, God, it's great. Right. Now that now that Meltdown's gone, it's I would put it in the running for like best comedy show in LA. Thank you, Ian. Certainly best weekly rising one. star, rising star. <laughs> and uh, people can people can follow you at at Rhea Butcher. Yep. Uh, R H E A B U T C H E R. There it is. That's and me. Uh, similar on Instagram. Or are you same one on there? At, on Instagram? There you go. Joining Rhea and I today is John Gabris. Yes. Yeah. Yes, who you may know, fellow HeadGum uh, podcast host. I think you and I could say fellow a lot of fellow everything. <laughs> yeah, <about laughs> if you're describing me, just run through your own history, and I'll add beards and take away basketball. Absolutely, as like the, the two things. <laughs> we are very similar. B and B. John and I look like we should be on like two motorcycles next to each other. We definitely have like an off-brand Food Network show together. God, that would be that. Would, I think it might be on brand. <laughs> yeah. I think the Food Network would be lucky to work with the likes of us. 
<laughs> we just have a show called Shut It Down, <laughs> where we walk into a restaurant and the owner's like, shut it down. <laughs> now you just can't leave. We yeah, just close yeah, the door yeah. behind us. All you can eat? All right. <laughs> we take it as a challenge. Uh, by, and by that, I mean we're both gorgeous, slightly slightly chubbier guys. Oh, yeah. We're just, just prepared for the impending apocalypse. It's on its yeah, way. Yeah. I think about that a lot. I'm a I'm a Jew, and I, sometimes I attribute my size to just being Holocaust proof. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been leaning away from how Italian I am since the election. Absolutely, right. I'm just yeah. making sure I'm as mainstream white cisgendered male as I can be. hundred. I'm thinking of changing my name to Stephen Churchgoer. <laughs> yeah, I stopped, yeah, I stopped tweeting about how much I wanted to fuck Tom Hardy out of yeah. fear. <laughs> Excellent. Um, people, so your podcast here on HeadGum is High and Mighty with John Gabrus. Uh, correct. And uh, people may have also seen your work on the MTV television program, Guy Code. Yes, if you were a 13-year-old black or Latino listening to Ian's podcast, you will remember this voice. And that is exclusively my audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd like to send a shout-out to Stussy. Thank you, Stussy. <laughs> for spot- no. uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so today we are here. Did, did either of you guys play sports? We're here drafting sports movies. Did Rhea, John, did you did you play sports as a yes, youth? You I did. played a lot of sports, yeah. yeah. What's what sports did you play? <clears throat> Do you mean like on a team registered paying money? I would that say that kind of a thing. Sure, yeah. Uh, or whatever I, you had to have paid about. for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I played no bat. free sports. There had yeah, to have no been an sports. angry parent coaching you. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh I played basketball and I played volleyball. Yeah. Uh I also played uh baseball like neighborhood in my in my neighborhood. Absolutely. Because uh, I wasn't allowed to play baseball. Anywhere else. That's uh, ridiculous. It's a sexist thing. Completely sexist. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They would let, they let me play baseball. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I they, was the, they, they made they, me play baseball. Yeah, I didn't even want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like couldn't we just all trade? Like the guys that don't want to play baseball, like let the women play. They they play baseball? Should. I got a bloody nose. Like half the time I went out there to play <laughs> yeah, baseball. I mean, Not, my yeah. nickname, my father and the other coaches called me Sony because I never swung at a pitch. I was afraid of the ball, so I was the Walkman. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I would get walked based solely on people not being able to pitch. I would stand there terrified the yeah. whole time. You were the little Italian did they know Sabermetrics was going to be all the money. Base. Yeah. The Oakland A's tried to sign you at the age of 13. Yeah. 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 Just get on base. Just get on base. John, what sports What sports did you play on? Uh, I played uh, I played a lot of sports, too, but yeah. I, I played travel soccer uh, my whole life, and then I played football in high school. Football and I swam in high school, yeah. and then I played rugby in college and men's league in New York for like five or six years after that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I played I played rugby for a couple years, too, in high school. But it was, it had just started being a sport like in, that people cared about. In you mean in America? In America, yeah, it's not <laughs> it's even there. Like, really. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. How, unless you went to high school six months ago, I yeah. think like, <laughs> it's just starting to really. Yeah, think. I did kind of a uh, yeah, like a reverse. Never. What was that movie where uh, Sandra Bullock pretended to be in high school? Was that no, not her? No, never been kissed. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah. all women just look the same to you, Absolutely. right? Especially <laughs> Drew, Drew Barrymore, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is in ET. Goodness gracious. Be more they different. could not be more different. Oh my god! What was I thinking of? Was Sandra Bullock playing undercover Are you FBI thinking agent? Miss that's, that's what I did. Yes. Miss Congeniality. I confused Miss Congeniality. <laughs> it's just women who go undercover all yeah. look the same to me. Women Which, who go do something I don't know. Yeah, it makes me the perfect. <laughs> they have a gun at some point. <laughs> I noticed guns, chicks, guns. I get it. I yeah. forgot a sport, by the way. Oh yeah, because uh, I was a skateboarder for like ten years. Yes, like, cool. serious skateboarder. Like, I skated in a Vans triple count. Did you really? Crown? God, I can't talk. Vans triple crown contest. That's amazing. Yeah. I did. 
I did fat kid skateboarding, which was like all my friends <laughs> skated and I just kind of died getting to wherever we yeah, were yeah. going and then yeah. just stood around while they all grinded <laughs> you know? and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drank a Mountain Dew while they yeah. all skateboarded. I was like, we're going to McDonald's after this, right? <laughs> Reed, do you still do you still skateboard ever? Um, not a lot. I yeah. tried to recently. I still got it, but my knees are like, why are you doing this? Right. I mean, like my brain, I, I feel like I can still do it. Uh, and it's it's just not the same as basketball or baseball where like you get back out there and you're like, oh, I'm not, but I can try. You <laughs> like, pick you it can, back up, right. Yeah, you can't, skateboarding is like, it's serious on your body. That's like, some serious, serious shit. Yeah. My roommate, uh, Sean Jordan, who's like in his oh, 30s, yeah, he's, he's he skateboarding yeah, yeah. still. Yeah. yeah, we went to Burnside together. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's amazing. There's mm-hmm. a few uh, comedians who was, Andrew Mashan was like a really mm-hmm. good skateboarder. Yeah. There's like a little community. Wit. Wit. Oh, yeah. Wit. Claire. You guys should all put together like a skate tape. <laughs> that'd be yeah. that'd be really fun. I would I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, and and you you still you still play baseball. You still do, in like yeah. leagues and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I play a lot of Xbox. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. So there are our bona fides. Now to determine the order of the fantasy draft, the two of you will be playing rock paper scissor one round, and it's rock paper scissor shoot. Right. Whoever wins determines the order. You oh. get to pick when you go. And the other two people. Okay. So right now, you will play rock, paper, scissor, and I will provide scintillating commentary (laughs) on that game of rock, paper, scissor. (laughs) All right. You ready? All right. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissor. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) I haven't played this It was a false start from me. Okay. Is it on the shoot, right? It's rock, paper, scissor, shoot. Okay. Okay. Ready? Rock, paper, scissor, shoot. Ooh. Bingo. John, with a paper, beat Rhea's rock. And we He's have gone the... with what I had to begin with. You should have. You should have. Second <laughs> guess. <laughs> I almost threw paper after you visibly threw scissors. At yeah. Like I was like, oh right, I forgot. To Rhea's acting like she doesn't understand rock paper scissors, but it was all mind games. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. all. <laughs> it's a long she, yeah, time. this is like choosing the kick. You right. Know? Yeah. This exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, she's got a little loophole. She's got figured out. Right. Exactly. So John, now you get to determine the order of the sports movie, all fantasy, everything fantasy draft. I'm so afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so afraid to yeah. do this wrong. Don't. I feel like I feel like I have to go first just because I have to get a movie in that I don't even know if you guys would even choose, but I'm just it. too afraid to not let this movie be on the list. You can't let anyone else have it. I can't let anyone else have this. I don't even know if people watch it, but it's my favorite, so I got to go first. I can't wait to hear so it. So I'll go first. Yes. Uh, I'll go uh, Rhea second, and right. then Ian, you'll get uh, third. I'm going third. Fantastic. So that is the order. John Gabris, you are on the clock with the first pick. Of the all fantasy everything <laughs> okay, sports my, movie draft. I feel like I might regret this, but my first pick, I'm just purely out of fear of this not making it or someone else getting this. I have to go with the 90s football movie, The Program. The Program! Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> out of fear. Like, this movie changed my entire, like, it really did change my life. I watched it every Friday oh my for God. four years. Every Friday uh, before... Um, the first day of hitting, before the first home game, yeah. before the homecoming game. We watched it that night. A group of guys would always get together and watch yes. it. It was pretty famous. Maybe you remember it because it, uh, it featured a scene where people laid down on the median and read magazines. Yeah. And then a kid died in Connecticut doing Doing that. that. <laughs> Apparently that was a popular enough scene that kids were like, this is part of playing football. Yeah, is laying down I, in the middle of a room. The movie features like a rape, an assault, drug use, like all this shit. It's and insane. Then one, people, I mean, I'm sure people have done the other things it features Latimer headbutting the window of a car going first team defense starting defense place at the table table. I could do entire sequences from that movie and I haven't even watched it in five years it's such a good movie yeah um it's so fucking awesome they cut that scene of the laying on the 
yes. that was eventually cut from the movie, put back in in the unrated DVD, which yours truly owns. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was like not a charming sports movie. It no. was about like college football dis- run disgusting. Like you talked about Latimer, who was most people's favorite character. I love Latimer. He was a juice. Latimer head. and the offensive <laughs> linemen were my favorite. Oh, characters. played by Kubiak from yeah. Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Kubiak. Yeah. yeah. Big He's... comics fan, that guy. <laughs> Is he a big com- like a comic yeah. book fan? Yeah. Oh, wow. When I first moved here and would go to Meltdown, he would be in there all the time. Oh, Just hanging. He's just gigantic, shopping for comics. Right? Yeah. 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 I was like, holy shit, that's Kubiak. Man, LA is so cool. Yeah, we just see random <laughs> you just people. See random people. Yeah. Uh, have you? Re, have you seen the program? I I know what movie you're. I did not see it. Dude, yeah. you. But I, yeah. I'm jealous. I, yeah. It's such a it's such a trip. James Conn is in it. As yeah, the football J- James Conn is the coach. Oh well, shit. Christy Swanson is the love interest slash yes. uh, uh, physical therapist slash badass tennis player. Yes. Yeah. Kane is able. Kane, his name is Kane. He's running for the uh, Heisman. He's doing a little mini campaign. Alvin Mack is the linebacker who, who gets a uh, season-ending, career-ending injury. Alvin Mack is this linebacker who like gets in the opposing players' heads. Yeah. So he's like, I'm like, aren't you that motherfucker? Like, what does he say to him? Yeah, like, he's like, you're that motherfucker that put my mama in the hospital. Yeah. You hit my mama with that car. He's like, what you talking about, yeah. man? What you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know your mama. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's a great sequence with Latimer, the juice head, who uh, paints his face like uh, Diaz de la Muerta. For yeah. That oh, yeah. And that blew up in my school. There was like oh my four God. second string linebackers who painted their face like Latimer. So many people who right now are like cell phone salesmen or who work yeah. for Allstate <laughs> yeah. who just painted themselves to look like monsters because yeah. of that movie. <laughs> so many. We did that too. Like face paint. Our coaches had to have like a meeting with us on our team <laughs> to be like enough with the face paint. All right. Enough, like you can have eye black. But you yeah. can't. So people started. It went from eye black to the ultimate warrior like yeah. full blown tears down the face. Till eventually you were just deal a day when we're, you know, you yeah, were like yeah. a fucking uh, bad guy from uh, Karate Kid. Everyone face looked like chubby offensive linemen who were part of the kiss army. Yeah. Like <laughs> eventually. Yeah. We all shaved our heads senior year when we made the playoffs. We yeah. all gave ourselves mohawks. Oh and I came God. home and I was going to a Broadway show that night with my mom. This is the dichotomy of Gabriel's. <laughs> I shaved myself in a mohawk and my mom was taking us to a Broadway show and my father's like, the fuck did you do to your hair? He like berated me. I was like hysterical crying the entire oh car ride God. into the city. He, I had to wear a uh, skull cap in a hot theater the entire Did you, night. What show were you going to and see? I, and I feel like it was so low stakes. It was like good vibrations or beauty. In the, we didn't yeah. see good shows. My mom was just like, I've heard of this. And yeah, we yeah, yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> the most Long job. Island way to choose. That's how shows like uh, fucking good vibrations run for six months. Somebody sees them on a bus and they're like, let's go see that <laughs> yeah, one. It seems nice. Yeah. Uh, Halle Berry, Omar Epps. Like oh, right. Omar Epps is the running what back. What year did this come out? 93. Yeah. I was going to say 92. 19 yeah. and 93. Yeah. I mean, that was like a serious uh, like video rental yes. spot. Because like, I remember posters and... It, yeah, it was playing a, on a loop on the TVs that were in the in the V. Uh, in yeah, the VHS and like it has a great shop that I would yeah. go to. I I could picture the font of the VHS. <laughs> yeah, in my head, yeah. Right? it's There's like a, that varsity lettering sort of letter. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a great run in that scene where they're running. Latimer's running. He's. A, the opening sequence of Latimer is him doing power clean and uh, jerks yes. with like 315 on the bar, three wheels. He's fucking oiled up, completely Ugh. shirtless. And he's like, Ugh! and they're like, you get any bigger, you're going to have to play offense. Wouldn't I have to be dumber? You got to learn how to read. I could read, motherfucker, see the shoe? It says Adidas. Yeah. And then they run through his plays. And it's like, what do you do on this play? He's like, 
kill the tight end. Yeah. What do you do on this play? Hit the quarterback so hard, his girlfriend dies. Yeah. What do you do on this play? <laughs> kill everybody. Kill everybody. It's, <laughs> it's so like, that is never a defensive end uh, role. <laughs> no, his read is always like, you take the shoot, you, you shoot the three gap, uh, and yeah. then you have containment on the quarterback. <laughs> right, it's, yeah. no, one, no coach has ever said, kill everybody. <laughs> Enough of this neck high tackle bullshit. I want to take your helmet, put it in his numbers. I want to see nothing but snot bubbles. Right, Jimmy Conn exactly. has like the most Godfather-esque, like they give him all the fucking oh, lines. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. the, it's what, it's before you play football, it's what you think football oh, is like. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then when you play like, uh, you know, you're the backup guard for the yeah. <laughs> offensive line and you're on punt return, you're like, this is not the exact same thing. <laughs> but you would still, that's sort of the beauty of these movies is you could be like, you could be the second string offensive line, you know, right, on and the then left turn guard. it all around. Yeah. And you watch that movie and you're just like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> well, we were like not a great team, but because we were from Long Island, we had a handful of juice heads on yeah. the team that yeah, were just yeah, right? looking for an excuse to take steroids anyway. <laughs> they would continue to do it years after football ended. They would get access to the gym for like longer hours. So yeah. they would play football because <laughs> right. of it. Yeah. That is that is an amazing pit. Rhea, you have you got it's so no, I no, will no. lend I mean, you yeah. the DVD. Co- it's so corny. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so like it's f- beautifully corny. It's yeah. one of those movies that is so unashamed of itself. Who it, directed it? Do you guys know? God, I, have... I will here, let me look it up. It's uh I, was just curious. I wouldn't even know David that. S. Ward is the director. Ooh, that sounds familiar. Who also wrote The Sting and <laughs> yeah. Major League. So oh, that's, wow. that's what it was. Yeah. Major League. Oh, that I was shit. like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, potential yeah. spoiler alert. Potential spoiler. <laughs> Major League coming up in early in round one. <laughs> it might be triggering some things with Watch people. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> the program. That, I, I see exactly what you mean. Because there's a chance nobody else would have picked it. Right. But it's such a fun But if, I, if someone else picked it and it wasn't me, I'd feel dishonored. It would be hard, I owe it, it to that movie to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get it. It was definitely on. It wasn't number one on my list, but it was definitely on my list. It's maybe not on my list, guys. Movie. Not on my list. Perfect. Well, let's <laughs> no find football out. movies on my list. Let's find out what no is spoilers. on your list. Rhea Butcher, you have the second pick of Great. the first round of the sports movie draft. It's so funny because this is going to be like such a like fem- feminine pick, but I will back it up. Please. And also, you know what? Sports can be feminine. Like it's the whole spectrum. Hundred percent. My pick is uh, Bull Durham, which oh, I think hell. is the best Fuck, sports movie. Yeah. Of all time. It's so good. Like 100%. Would because, you say baseball is your favorite sport too, right? Yeah, it's my favorite sport. Yeah. In, in terms of like sitting down, watching games, following the season arc of a yeah. sport, like 100%. Based yeah. on your social media presence. <laughs> yeah, a exactly. couple of months, <laughs> yeah, I have been alerted to your love yeah. of baseball. But yeah. I mean, I also love basketball a lot. Like I grew yeah. up playing it and really, I, I was really good at it. But um, Just a kid from Akron. Just a kid from Akron, man. Yeah. But um, Bull Durham is also one of those movies that like uh, you go back and watch it again. And you get something new, yeah, because it's actually a movie about adults, you know, sure, and yeah, like yeah. what it's like to live a life. And I've rewatched it a couple times lately, and I realized, like, oh, this isn't when I was a kid. I'd watch it and be like, oh man, what a bummer. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's not yeah. playing, and he didn't get famous. And then you're like, oh no, no, that's not. He like won. Oh, he totally happy. won. Like yeah. it's great. They both won. They're the best at what they do. Isn't that funny? The way you're like perspective. Yeah. The movie never changes yeah. at all, but you yeah. perceive it like completely, completely differently. Completely different. Because he does win. It's yeah. a rare sports movie with a complex ending. Yeah. yeah. Normally Absolutely. it's just so uh, straight shot yeah. ending. Of just we like, did oh, it. Like, won. Yeah. They, yeah. they got it or they didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One or the other. Those that, that is. And yeah. then Bull Durham's like, nah, 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 nah. There's a different way to win. Yeah. That's so interesting. I'm, you get I mean, your dinger and you hang it up, man. That's all of it. Nobody cares that he got his 500th home run. Right, exactly. Except for him. And that's it. It's a nice little like, thing for him. Because, like, who are you doing him? it for? Oh, yeah. It's such a good one. Sarandon. Ooh. I mean, it 
Such a babe in that movie. It sucks because I like don't know if I can watch movies with her in oh, it anymore. Because she <laughs> she's so, like uh, pretty much ruined our lives. But I mean, she doesn't have that much power. But you know what I mean? It's right, like, right, right. She had nut, very nutty. Uh, I mean, I used to have. Like, she stood idly by such... as the as uh, Utopia burned around. Yeah, her. I mean, like the day after the day after when people were like freaking out and justifi- justifiably so. If you're oh, not like a straight 100%. white person with like. I don't know, 10 grand in your checking? Like, yeah. you're freaking out because, like, <laughs> civil liberties are actually at stake. It's Real like, shit. Not, yeah. a, not a silly thing. She, like, tweeted out a picture of a lotus flower that said, from the mud, the lotus will grow. Like, oh, my God. Literally yeah. want to know where you are tweeting that That photo. mud is like, people shitting themselves because like, the world's about to end. Get out of here. We didn't yeah. have to get mud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lotus flowers also grow right. from, like, just from good some, soil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Type from of somebody soil. not going far enough on civil rights. Like, let's just push them further. But instead, God. like, literally everything's... Just gone to shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, completely. But Luckily, anyway, Bull Durham is a great movie. It is a great Kevin Costner and Tim Robbins didn't speak out, as far as I know. On the, uh, no, on I, well, Tim Robbins did, I think. He, probably he, did. he actually, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, supported yeah. John Edwards in 2004, <laughs> so they can go die. I Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the... you're so pure, you supported John Edwards. Okay. Fuck right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the least pure dude. <laughs> yeah. Bull Durham is such a, is such a good. Baseball, I think, is the is the sport, and may, maybe you agree, maybe not. That translates best to movies. I think so. It's, well, it's so one of the romantic. It's few movie, a few sports that you could truly have a dialogue during the game. You could, <laughs> right? right? Because yeah. the speed it's... of baseball, it's like you can talk. Yeah. Like football would be weird. Like it's hard to like shoot a scene where like a running back yeah. and the tight end are chatting. Yeah, because yeah. there's if the anything is going on, you're watching what's going on right. because you're going to have a ten minute conversation about somebody touching somebody the wrong way right. in a play, <laughs> yeah. and there's flags, and then the guy's going to talk to everybody for give a sermon on a Sunday. Right, but there's like... literally a play clock counting <laughs> yeah. down. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, wrap it up. But I I, I do love how like passive a baseball game can be like you can oh, go yeah. to it and just be in a moment you know i love is... i love the the be just attending a baseball yeah. game so with like a scorecard yeah. walk get up yeah. and walk around a little bit yeah. talk to people there is no, there is nothing better to me in in sports than like uh going into a baseball stadium and like walking in and that for when like you catch the first glimpse of the field yeah all stretched out all green in front of you <laughs> there's not there's it's nothing beautiful and this past year, I got to twice walk through a tunnel. Actually, three times walk oh, through a tunnel to get onto a baseball field. Will you please talk about that? Which the, was the like first pitch? one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. Um, the first time was actually in Bentonville, Arkansas, yeah. and it was a minor league team. What was that all about? Um, I was there covering the film festival yeah. for Gina Davis. Oh, amazing. And they do a league of their own uh, reunion softball game, and I was covering that. And we I all got just to meet... eyeballed each other when you said a league. Right. Of their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. I know. I... <laughs> hey, just saying what my life is like. Yeah. Um, I also, a, I yeah, you know, do, yeah, I do dope shit. Yeah. 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 But uh, there was an original Peach there. She was oh, 92. Really? And she played. First. She played in the yeah, game? It was, I mean, I have like a whole, I don't know how much time we've got, but it's as like much a, as you want. It's a pretty great story. Yeah. I saw her, she was wearing one of the original like promo jerseys for the movie. Yeah. Because um, it says Peaches on the front and then a League of Their Own embroidered on the back and she had all these pins of like the women that she played baseball with. Right. And I was like, oh, I really like that pin. She's like, oh, that's my friend Pepper. She wrote the song. So that song that they sing in the movie was real. What? Her friend wrote it, and they used to sing it. And so I was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And then she goes to like uh, Megan Kavanaugh, who's Marla Hooch. What a hitter! Yeah. She was coaching the one of the teams because she broke her arm, and she goes up to ask her, uh, 
Jeannie. I can't think of her last name. Anyway, her name was Jeannie. She says, can I go hit? And I was like, oh, my God, this one, this 94-year-old woman, woman is going to go hit. And she's like, of course, of course. They, like, grab her a bat. She goes to the on-deck circle. And then all the actors from the movie decide, like, let's sing the song. Yeah. So they all, oh, like, man. congregate at the mount. I have this on video, too, what? like, on my phone. They all get together, start singing the song, and I'm just, like, having my own personal moment of, like, I went to see that shit in the theater. Yeah. When I got home from that movie, I played baseball in my yard. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I can do whatever I want. I can do it. And then, like, having this experience of seeing those women actually singing that song in front of me, like, <sighs> losing it. And then I look to my right, and there's Jeannie on deck singing the dang song. Oh, my God. Standing there like an athlete because she is an athlete and she played this sport professionally when she was in her 20s, just like singing it like it's the national anthem. And I just like turned my camera to her and I like I was 100% crying. Yeah, I have goosebumps right now. My face hurts when I'm smiling. I just like chewed through my Invisalign. (laughs) I was like gritting my teeth so hard during that so into So so then she gets up there to, to bat Guy throws first pitch, swings, misses. Second pitch, swings, misses. Third pitch, swings, misses. And she goes to the ump. She goes, can I get one more? Yeah. Like, people aren't going to give her as many as she wants. <laughs> no, you're, you're out of here. <laughs> they kicking dirt on her and shit. <laughs> so he throws another one. She makes contact. It's a comebacker to the mound. The guy goes to field it, falls over. Yeah. First base comes in, tries to field it, can't pick it up. So then basically everybody's like trying to field it, not not fielding it. Yeah. Megan Cavanaugh's at third going, go home, go home. She's home. inside the park home run. Everybody oh. runs up. I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about yeah, that again. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's one of the most amazing. beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. That's so awesome. But also like heartbreaking because she's like one of the last women that played professional baseball. And then the only other rem- remembrance we have of that is the actors who portrayed the women right. that did that. There's no lineage, you know. That's there's, like right. There's no. There's no torchbearer. From yeah, then we on. don't. Yeah, I th- and I think that's like the biggest or the saddest part about like women not being left out of sports is that we don't get to be part of the history of it. Right. Exactly. Even no matter how much we play it, people discount it. Like, oh well, that's not real sports. Right. It's just the girls. And we don't playing. get to be part of the whole thing. You know. Even as fans, we get discounted as like not because people. Call oh. me on my baseball fandom all the time of like, oh yeah, so what are these stats? Like, do you do that to everybody? I've yeah. seen it I've seen it happening. <laughs> I've, I've never I've never been it. called out on my Yeah, fandom. yeah. Nobody's yeah, like, no, so uh, yeah. what's LeBron's percentage <laughs> yeah, I mean, from I, the corner? I don't, like, fucking know. I don't know. I just but, like right. the jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron might not know. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hate that shit. Even the teams do it so like the Dallas Mavericks had a uh uh, they offered a class where it was like, bring your girlfriend and we'll explain basketball Ugh. to her. I'm like, fuck you, kid. Like, it's <laughs> good God. It's funny. People are basketball fans. Yeah, like, but it's a perfect way to come back to Bull Durham because what I also like about that movie is it's a woman who's totally in charge of her sexuality, into it, and also into the game and understands the game on a spiritual level, which is what a lot of men think about that game, too. 100%. 108 stitches on a baseball, 108 beads on a rosary, 108 years since the Cubs won a World Series. But, I mean, now the world's ending, so right, exactly. thanks a lot, yeah. the Cubs. <laughs> At least the Cubs got one in, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they unleashed the goat on everybody else. God, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was America that didn't let the goat in now. Uh-huh. God. Uh, the, that speech, there's the famous speech from Bull Durham, which is so iconic. Oh, yeah. How did, oh God, I can't I can't do it off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know the whole thing. I uh, believe the I believe. Look at yeah, the I believe things, which like Bill Simmons, yeah, yeah ripped off for yeah. the ill fated any given Wednesday. Oh, we miss you. We miss DH. you, Bill. <laughs> um 
Yeah, just such just such a great movie, such a romantic baseball movie, and that's your favorite. That's your favorite baseball movie, Bull Durham. It's my favorite sports. movie. That's your favorite sports yeah. movie. Wow. Would you sw- I would it- say it's in my top ten of movies. Also, it's such a good movie. Because it's also from a, just a, a movie making standpoint. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things about movies is movies that don't waste any time. And that one does not. It, zero. There's yeah. nothing Use in it that you don't up. need. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. And you see and, the whole thing. Insane cast. Yeah. Like uh, of, of the time oh, too. Yeah. That's yeah. like a fucking Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Even you know who you know who I like who uh, we don't see much of anymore is Robert Wall. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. in that Just movie. Love. Enough. Arliss? Arliss. I, Come on, I, baby. I like Come on, Arliss. baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> he's so good at it. <laughs> he is so good. <laughs> he's, such a, he's such a lovable yutz. I really, yeah. I really like Wool. Um, and I tattooed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you left a hanging curve. Yeah. And I tattooed it. Uh, amazing, real amazing pick, Bull Durham, uh, your number one pick. It is now. It is now moving to move, moving moved, whatever the fuck the word is. It, it is, is currently now, moving. It has moved. It has now. moving. It is incumbent <laughs> upon me to make the final pick That's of the grooving. first round. Uh, the fir- the my first pick, and with my first fuck with my first pick, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little weird here uh, with my first pick, and I'm going to go with something that came out this year. Whoa, Ooh. yeah. Before 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 we uh, started the draft, we spoke and we decided to include sports documentaries. Yes, and this year I think the it's not just a sports documentary, oh. but it's one of the most amazing documentaries I've ever seen. <laughs> that was the mic stand. That was the mic stand. It also kind of, it kind of sounded like a very abrupt cow too. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to take uh, the five part documentary series mm. OJ yep. Made in America. Wow, that ESPN put out this year. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I do. I feel a little weird about taking it first, but it was so good. It was. It's not just a sports documentary, but it's about OJ, so it definitely is. No sports doc is just about sports, though. Yeah, that always right. is like no that. sport is just about sports. Oh, shit, oh yeah, true. Well, then, fuck, I mean, except for ping pong, maybe go, is ping pong is fully just about ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ping pong. Actually, is about, no, like, I take that back because like China was one and two in uh, Rio, and they like forego oh, coaching. Right. What do they do when whenever it's China versus China for the gold? Yeah, they. They do not have coaches, and so they just go head to head. So I take it back. I did oh, not mean to wow. poo ping pong. That's that a was... fucking story. That's a yeah. movie right there. Yeah. Oh, that so, would uh, be amazing. Women's uh, singles ping pong was like China to China, yeah. and they were like, "Let's do it." Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and they kill the silver medalists. Yeah, they're China. dead. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly, they have to be. <laughs> well, that's what when you were saying that beautiful thing about the. I mean, how you experienced that a league of their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you're, what it, the the game that you watch? Yeah, it's like sport. That's when when people like who are like funny, smart people will like poo poo sports. Mm-hmm. Where like, oh, who won the sports ball game? Like all that shit. I'm sure. like, look, this means so much more. <laughs> yes, it is just like a game There's that people nothing play. I fucking hate more than I the sports ball that. people. You don't see me when <laughs> I mean, the Tonys I hate some are other on. things more than yeah. Football. Okay, yeah, I think it's a, no. I think it's indicative of something else. It's sort of like it is a lot of things. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's dismissiveness for like what is the what. What purpose does it serve for yeah. you to say, "Oh, your sports ball game doesn't you matter"? You can just yeah. not it's participate. It's the same as me being like, "Oh, your insert thing you love here right. doesn't right. matter." Yeah. Like, I don't get on just, to, when, when people are tweeting about the Tonys, uh, which I don't give a shit about. I don't get on and be like, right. "Is there some sort of award show for yeah. school plays?" Who did Singy like, Dancy Man win the Singy Dancy <laughs> Award? Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, that shit can be beautiful. It's, it's all valuable. Sports. It's yeah. all valuable. Instead yeah. of saying what's not valuable, why don't we just say like, "Hey, not for me." Yeah. I, uh, I'm just gonna watch the thing I like. I don't get. Yeah. Why can't we all just say like, 
It turns Let's out, leave each other alone. It turns out you can keep opinions to yourself. Yeah. Which is something that I feel like yeah. might be like lost on. Like, yeah. I finally learned that like if you don't like a movie, you could just not like the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the, CEO, the CEO of Twitter right now is like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. No, you can't. Yeah. This is my cash cow. Yeah. No, 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 no. I need people to hate each other. <laughs> It, but it really, I think especially now we need the, the, we need more positivity and mm-hmm. and love amongst ourselves. So like I mean, if one way you can do that is to not say how oh, was a sports ball game, we get it. We've all read the Onion too. You know what I mean? We, we enjoy it. We get it. But oh, I like, think it's stupid that I will say about a 22 year old man, I love him that I've never met. Oh yeah. But I never said that to my dad before he passed away. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've said to like a backup tight end, I love I you. you, love you. Yeah. But I never said that to my. I understand that that's weird on my part. It that is a little bit. But football has affected me in a weird way. But you do like yeah. I mean, there's millions of people in the city of Chicago who love Chris Bryant. They'll never meet him. You know what, <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Twenty three year old. Yeah. <laughs> What eyes on that guy, too, by the way. Jesus. Would, blue that, eyes. That would be the best person to be right now, is Chris Bryant. He's, like, 23, a rookie of the year, MVP, and and broke the Dude, curse. Dude, and, and also, like, uh, player of the year in college and player of the year in the minor leagues. Right, like he's just like the Bill Russell of baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's and crazy. he's so gorgeous. Yeah. He's a gorgeous and he's, man. And he's worked on that uppercut swing, man. Yeah. I've got some opinions. The ball. I've got opinions about high-caliber athletes yeah. that just because genetically they're, they're so good that – biology also makes them attractive. Also makes them You know what I mean? It's always like, I mean, it helps that often these people are in primo shape, shape. but it's also like, we need you guys to fuck. Like, you know, like, for evolution purposes. So it's always like, these, like, even like, you know, like a 280 pound female shot putter. Yeah. When you look at her, you're like, holy shit, she's magnificent. And you're like, right, because they are Peak humans, right? They have yeah, worked yeah. on nothing but their body in yeah. so, like an incredible way. For like the, <laughs> I almost get jealous sometimes. Not even je- of like uh, straight straight women sports fans, where I'm like, because I would I went I went to a game with a girl, you know, and she was like commenting on how uh, good looking Damian Lillard was, and like I was like <laughs> I got jealous, and not of her thinking Damian Lillard was beautiful. I'm like. I want to like basketball that much. <laughs> you mean <laughs> getting both? Like, yeah, you yeah. Get both things. Yeah. yeah, I want to fuck Damian. I want to want to fuck Damian Lillard too. I don't want to fuck Damian Lillard, but I want to want to fuck him. But that's uh, why the yeah. Olympics are so great. Yeah, oh my God. everybody gets what they want. They do. God, there are just like oh, some uh, beautiful I got to, people. This for me, rugby was in the Olympics this year, which is my favorite sport of all yeah. time. So I got to like have people over and show them rugby, and I was watching rugby with my wife, and she's like, "He's so handsome. He's so..." And like it was just more and more people, and I was like. Oh my god, they really are. They are. <laughs> yeah. They're but, all just like built dudes with beards from weird, you know, it's like right in her wheelhouse. Yeah. She got one of the ex-built guys. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you can get there again. <laughs> I mean, she met me when I was 21. Yeah. So, so she got she got a little bit she of got a taste. She got Pete Gabris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of wrist pain and sleep apnea now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My just, wife played rugby in college. I forgot about that. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. What position? What position? I have no what idea. Position, what, what position were you? A prop? I would eventually be a prop in men's league, but I started out as a flanker. You I, were a flanker. I just, every year I gained enough weight to be moving to the fatter and fatter position. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I started right off the bat as a prop. Yeah. I got, yeah. A, I got a match in three months in Vegas that I have to be, I have to Do start you getting really? in shape for. Yeah. Start, well. we, the montage starts now. <laughs> no. yeah. Montage. Uh, I'll get into that with yeah. seven more of my picks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have talked at all about we'll keep, let's keep it brief if you haven't seen it uh espn 30 for 30 put out a doc i don't even know if it was 30 i think it was put out a five-part documentary on o, on the oj trial and all the things leading up to it like it was about oj's 
career. It was about the history of race relations in Los Angeles specifically, a little bit about America, but mostly about Los Angeles. Uh, and then it was about OJ himself and his playing career. And then uh, his, his growing up in sort of the Bay area and, uh, and then the trial itself. And it was amazing. It was some of the best documentary filmmaking. I haven't I've ever seen, seen it yet. Ooh, it came so too good. quick on the tail end of the FX show. Yes. And I was like, I'm a little OJ'd out. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, I had OJ fever. I was fully <laughs> back into Yeah, I it. think it worked uh, it kind of for two, two different ways. People yeah. were like, I'm, keep me coming. I need another five hours OJ. Me, I was like, I'm tapped right now. I downloaded a BitTorrent client for the first time since <laughs> high school to try to get it early. Wow. I missed it when it, I think there was That's some. dedication. Act- yeah, right? There was some actual sports, I think, that I watched instead when it was, uh, when it was on. You monster. I know. It's a, such a schmuck. And, uh. I got like I now have like a virus on my computer that I don't know how to get off because of trying to get the OJ <laughs> oh, documentary. Did, you, did you also see? Is it June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four? Yeah, thirty for thirty. Of that, oh, that so of all good. the sports that were happening on that same day, it was yeah. amazing. Just it was, like uh, insane. That was, was the day of my sixth grade dance. I distinctly mm-hmm. remember because my dad picked me up and he was like. OJ's gone crazy. Yeah. I'm like, the guy from Naked Gun? That <laughs> like was in the documentary, yeah. too. I yeah. think it was your school dance. Was <laughs> yeah. in that. It was, it was huge. Yeah. It was like John Gabris never even went over to Julie Druckmann, despite asking her to go to the dance <laughs> yeah. with him. He didn't speak to her for three hours. He didn't put his hand up on her hip. Her <laughs> yeah. hand didn't go up on his hip. No dip of them was dipped. done. <laughs> that, that was an amazing day. That was a Stanley yeah. Cup parade. Uh, wasn't it Jack Nicholas's last yep. uh, Masters or something like that? Or last Players' yes, Championship? Yes. And it was a big. Yeah, was there also some tennis, some tennis thing? There was or some could tennis I be, thing. There was I a baseball even... game, right? There was like a big yeah. home run and a but baseball game. It was game. a Yankees or not Yankees? New York Knicks versus like yes. it was the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern or Conference something? Finals. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it was I such. And then the OJ thing happened. Yeah, and like cut into all of it. Um, it's just, it's just. There's not much to say about OJ. I mean, it's been so. It's been covered. It was just such an extensive. It was. Fuck, I mean, it sucks to talk about right now, but, like, the the level to which they investigated it, it was something I'd always wanted to see mm. about the Trump, the rise of Trump, you know? Just, like, what conditions in the country led to that happening, because they did such a masterful job of it in the uh, O.J. Made in America thing, just sort of explaining everything that led up to this one moment, because we all know the big moment, but we didn't know... How, you know, like how much that like how, racial tensions, racial tensions in L.A. PD stuff. Right. And how many times like they'd let like, of course, I mean, we, it seems obvious now how many times they'd let like white police officers get away with just beating the shit out of black yeah. people. Yeah. And how many times they'd like risen up and to, to no avail uh, or like to the extent that which like O.J. didn't consider himself a black person. Right. Yeah. He was oh. like, I'm rich. I'm not black. Like he yeah. like himself he said that. those actual words. Yeah. That are those right. exact words. Yeah. Right. It was weird. Like people always say, like, it's weird that he got like the the token pardon of like, you know, the right. uh, we need to help black people. It's like, well, don't help the one that right. doesn't help black people himself. The one. Really. Right. Yeah. Because they talk about the history of activism in sports with like yeah. Bill Russell and Muhammad Ali and all these people. Kareem. And uh, and then, like, O.J., who just declined to be a part of it the whole <laughs> yeah. time. No, 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 I'm good. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm fine, <laughs> there's, I'm rich. There's that conversation between, uh, uh, oh, God, now I can, Christopher Darden and, like, his neighbor in yeah. the in the series, the yeah. FX series. And I think it's, like, the first or second episode where they're just in their front yards and it's basically those two things. Like, yeah, yeah but he didn't do anything so like why should i care (laughs) it's like i just remember that sticking out like oh my god because i was like too young to understand the whole thing 
right. when I, it actually happened. At the I, time, like, I didn't get it did at all. did not have the capacity for that complex of a thought. I was like 10, but I was still like yeah. full of, we, I remember we watched The Verdict. You know, I was 12, and I was my, just like, yeah. wait, school. what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, so that is my pick, OJ Made in America. That's the final pick of the first round. Moving on to the uh, second round, I now have the first pick of the second round, and ooh, I'm going to take the movie Major League. I gotta have Ooh, a funny one in there. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. an excellent choice. I I love it. I re- even even with the completely problematic uh, logo and everything, and the and movie, name and the whole thing and the whole thing. I mean, and like, the whole and like movie's seven pretty, of the characters, seven <laughs> of the characters. Charlie Asian Sheen Haitians. is the least <laughs> yeah. offensive character in the movie, the and whole, he's Charlie yeah, Sheen, the most offensive yeah, yeah, human yeah. being. Human being, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> The whole Joe Boo. He actually Boo. like, I didn't know. Like, that whole, the whole, yeah, Joe Boo. Yeah, Soriano's whole, like, storyline That's the is, president, yeah. right? That's all state the president. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Soriano. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe Boo. He, like, actually believes it's, in a small yeah. totem. Because he's, is he Cuban? He's, like, a Cuban. I think yeah, he, and he they practices, make him Haitian. 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 And he practices voodoo. He yeah. like, literally is voodoo. And so racist. It's so racist. <laughs> and is Major League One also you have no marbles? Or is that? That's Major League Two. That's Two. Yeah. Okay, because that character is pretty intense That's really bad. My mom took me and my, one of my best friends to see Major League Two, and she was so angry. I don't because know why we didn't leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but because of that old thing, she was like, this is not a kid's movie. She wanted to see how far they took it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just... It's... Oh, did you know that that movie originally, uh, I can't think of her name, but the the woman that takes over the team and tanks them? Oh, yeah. The original ending is that she is like, surprise, I wanted this to happen. I wanted you guys to, sur- like, I was just giving you this roadblock so that you would play better. What? And audiences were like, nah, we want her to be terrible. Really? Yeah. They just wanted her to be completely Can you guess that there are probably no women in the test audience that watch great, movie? Right. Why won't we get a problematic, <laughs> is it like a big thing? Like, every time we win, yep, we're going to reveal a piece of this woman's clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so crazy. I remember just being like, yes, when yeah. I was a kid. Now I'm like, I know. Oh, Now I feel kind of weird that I took it. I didn't no, really no, think. No, 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 I'm I, just joking, I, I'm joking. I mean, yeah. The thing is, like, it is really funny. Like, it and, is. and as a, a, I mean, I, like, grew up in Akron. Yes. That's my team, was my team. And, like, that, it really does, because David S. Ward is from Cleveland, and he wrote it yeah. because he wanted to see that team win something. Because he thought if he didn't make that movie, he'd never see it. He would never see it, so we might as well see it and be it's, fictional. it, like, really accurately depicts, like, being a fan of that team. But, like, there's so many things you could just change about it and not make it so, like... Well, this is terrible. Yeah. My, my old thing, you make my butt stink. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Randy Quaid is you the crazy bullshit fan? Yeah. That the ensemble in that movie is fucking awesome. It's so it's so I mean, good. Bob and Uecker, the come on, how am I blanking on his name? The guy they get to be the announcer, Bob Uecker. Uh, Bob Uecker. Yeah, he's amazing. Strike and, one, yeah. strike two, just strike four. Just a bit outside. Yeah, just a bit. How did he not swing at that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just like, like the most one, bored human being. Yeah. God, it's so it's so good. Uh, yeah, Ricky Vaughn is amazing. Ricky Vaughn is amazing. Here's another thing that's been tainted by fucking Trump. There's that weird dude on Twitter who goes by Ricky Vaughn, and he's like some Oof. weird like uh, white supremacist. Oh. Who used to say alt right, fucking full blown white supremacist yeah, motherfucker. Can't use PC terms. For yeah. yeah. No PC safe space people. for you guys either. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the fucking alt right makes it sound like they're like a Wilco, BS, but they just happen yeah. to be economic. Yeah. No, no, no. We're like racist, but it's ironic. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not fucking <laughs> alt to me because yeah. I think because of my age just means like a girl has green highlights. Like, yeah, that's what alt is to me. <laughs> like it's a suicide <laughs> girl was like alt to me. Yeah. Right, Maybe exactly. I'm going solely off porn search terms, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought just like mud honey was alt. That's like what I <laughs> right, think exactly. Now, like that's Nirvana. what I think of too. 
some yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> there is one of them. I forget it. What is his name? Uh, Matt Forney, who's one of the fucking white supremacist dudes, uh, alt quote unquote alt right guys, who like is just the one. He's one of those people who thinks like uh, men need to act like they're alphas, you know? <laughs> uh, whatever, like Return of Kings, motherfucker. <laughs> who, if you see a picture of him, and this, these are things I would never judge someone on outside of them claiming they're the supreme beings, <laughs> but he's like fully bald and like. The softest looking, like a chubby. He looks like a pillowcase full of hand lotion. He's like a fucking. He looks like, like a prison pussy. He does. His hands look like they're made out of mark. They look like toothpicks with marshmallows on them. He looks like a Christmas arts and crafts project. Those are always the dudes screaming about beta males. And always, cucks. yeah. And like, yeah. I'm like, but like, I bring that up because he considers himself alt right. And there's like pictures of him. Wearing like uh, St. Vincent t shirts and shit like that. <laughs> and like, so you listen to that music, but you espouse all this shit. Like, yeah. what the fuck is happening in your head? Uh, uh, not, it, much. Not, not much. Not much. Not it's much. all happening out here. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, all have to deal with it. Six inch ra- uh, radius around <laughs> yeah, their face. Yeah. Exactly. Um, just real quick to Major League features yes, one of my favorite line of the entire movie. Gone. And it might not even be in one now I'm saying it, but <clears> it's <throat> when they go to have dinner and Vaughn needs to put on a tie and he's like, I look like a fucking banker in this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has a sleeveless <laughs> leather jacket <laughs> and a tie on. It's like, I feel it's, like a fucking banker in this. So <laughs> it's so good. Dude, Sheen, fucking, he's a he's a funny guy. He's yeah. he could carry comedies, man. Berenger is great. Berenger's in this movie. good too. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. yeah. Who plays Dorn? That guy's oh, yeah. fucking amazing. Oh, Dorn. Oh, Corbin Burns. Yeah. Yes, yes. Dorn. Yeah. Dorn. <laughs> Dorn. Uh, yeah, man. What, Rene Russo's in it. Wesley Snipes. Snipes, Snipes dude. dude. Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> I love what Wesley Snipes is underrated. Dude, yeah. Wesley Snipes is a hell of a Twitter follower, he by the way. He is a hell of a Twitter Underrated follow. and over-prosecuted. Though. And, <laughs> you, just wrote, you just came up with the name of his biography. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. fucking love Wesley Snipes. 757. He is, he is a full passenger 757? Yeah. Yeah, fully. <laughs> he, he is a great Twitter follower. He's so positive. He's so positive. He's, He's such a positive great at roasts. He's yeah. like, he really gets after it. I love Wesley. Shout out to Wesley Snipes. If you're listening to this. Good. We love you. We love Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I will. I will tweet when this episode comes out. I'll tweet at Wesley Snipes. And be like, <laughs> and he'll probably retweet it <laughs> with the black fist. He always got quotes retweets with the black fist. He does. Just <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We love you. And Wesley he always Snipes. He, he would wear like cat burglar gloves when he was like stealing bases in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, love that, that little yeah. put it on put like. Put <laughs> it's just such a good. Ba- it's so it's so fun. I know it's just such a fun watch. It like. It it kind of reminds me of like the camaraderie of like the the way those people interact with each other where they bust each other's chops but still yeah. like each other. That's kind of what it's like to be on a team. Like it's like oh, that yeah. dynamic. Yeah, well, it's bit. like Goonies meets baseball in yeah. a good way. You know what I mean? Where it's like a ragtag group. You're like uh, instantly on their side. Yeah, in it. yeah. I'm There's ready for only another... one thing left to do. Yeah, win the whole fucking thing. Win yeah, fucking... great line, great <laughs> fucking line. Fuck. And then they really just win a playoff to go to the playoffs. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Someone it's like a free wild card. It's just the pennant. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no, it's not even. Oh, it's not the pennant. It's a playoff with the Yankees to go. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's pre-wild card, so yeah. there's no... Right. God, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like a good a... low-stakes win like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of those sports movies, they do. Like, they, they don't end up winning the whole thing, but they're still, like, a fun little journey. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, uh, Major League, that is my first pick of the second round. 
Rhea, it is your turn, uh, your second pick of the draft. Okay, great. Um, I have so many picks, but I feel like i got to go to this one because so many people reacted to it. A League of Their Own. Yeah, That was my, that was like my second right behind yeah. the pro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the second you said that, I was like, yeah. yeah. And then when you guys were like, Gah! I was like, yeah. i gotta, I got to redeem myself for the scissors going to scissors yeah. too quickly earlier also the uh, one woman who mentioned loving baseball and how that whole experience I'm yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I would be a dick if i said like, yeah <laughs> I, scoop it up for Linda. I was like but i really like it <laughs> i mentioned i mentioned earlier that there are i, I haven't seen a league of their own what i haven't what? seen it that's there one are of very the, few movies that i i would have that reaction to that's but. one of the blind spots in my that's a oh, big man. blind spot i mentioned earlier that there's some sports movie. movies i haven't seen it's so that's good. one of them. Oh wow i don't know how i i don't know why i haven't seen it yet it's ridiculous i know i would love it and i would love everything yeah about it's re- it. i mean it's you talk about like ensemble casts and like camaraderie and all that's and then also just like the fe- white female experience it's yeah. like very oh it's so good and it's penny marshall gary marshall tom hanks tom yeah. hanks is so good in it. I mean, Gina Davis and Tom Hanks, the like chemistry that they have together in that yeah. movie is like unbeatable. And Tom Hanks plays just plays drunk so well. Oh, is he like a drunk in the movie? Yeah, he's, he's an alcoholic, severe, crazy yeah. alcoholic. It's yeah. like, and Tom Hanks is not and the he hero, a... and it's so hard for Tom Hanks to not come across his <laughs> dad in every movie. You know what I mean? Totally. But he's so fucking yeah. good in it. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Madonna as like a fucking comedy so duo. Good. It's like insane. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I and love and it. also, there's like a scene. Rosie O'Donnell has a scene on the bus where she's talking about her boyfriend. Yeah, and that she like in basically in playing for the team realizes she doesn't need that guy anymore because yeah. like she's been treated like shit for so long because yeah. she's like quote-unquote not attractive or whatever and i was just like oh my god no wonder i love this movie this is like about being a, a closeted lesbian basically <laughs> right, she's right. like talking about feeling like that and she like rips up his picture i don't need that guy anymore because she's got like all these people around she's her. got betty spaghetti she's got, in the yeah game. exactly yeah, yeah no, it's so, <laughs> and i like no betty spaghetti too that's uh penny marshall's daughter Oh, it, the actress. Tracy Reiner, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. Because I went to that thing and she was like, eh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did and then there's a woman that's from the L Word. A little bit with some of those. A little people. bit, yeah. Yeah. There's a woman from the L Word that's in that movie, too. Can we, since we, since we spoke a little bit the about that amazing A League of Their Own story that you told previously, yeah. uh, will you not tell the story of throwing out the first pitch? <laughs> sure. Please? Like, yes. I just think that's so cool. Yeah. I've, How did the whole thing start? So you threw the well, first pitch Well, can I tell out? you one thing yes. about A League of Their Own and then I'll tell you the th- 100%. Because I also went to the World Series this year, which was a crazy, oh, wow. crazy, crazy experience. And the seats that I had were in, it was in Cleveland and... I don't know if you guys noticed, but a lot of Cubs fans came to Cleveland to all the games because they have a little bit more money than the people of Cleveland. (laughs) And I was in, like, essentially the Cubs section for for the first game and the second game because it wasn't as crazy as the sixth and seventh game. Uh, But it was first base side, so visitors dug out. So I was just surrounded by Cubs fans. Yeah. And so uh, Cubs were up to bat, might have been Schwarber, swung at something high, and this woman in front of me goes, just to herself, Cubs fans surrounded by dudes, she's like, Ugh, gotta lay off the high ones. But I like the high ones. And she just started doing a league of their own with herself at the World Series. And it was a great experience. <laughs> the, see that? I mean, if that's not a, like, uh, what's a positive dog whistle? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 exactly. Like, uh, like, anyone else around? Like, all of a sudden, yeah. like, yeah. Nag, <laughs> cow! Just, like, going into the whole damn thing. For a moment, you felt more closely connected to a Cubs fan than anyone <laughs> yeah, else in that whole building. Nobody yeah. else understands me like this woman. Um, but, yeah, I threw out a first pitch, and it was... I mean, I've been trying to, like, get it through Twitter for a long time. And yeah. then I, like, tweeted at them. 
like, hey, Lola, Lola, do you think I should uh, just like trying to get publicity for them and publicity for the whole thing? And they were like, as you know, we've been talking to your people or whatever. And oh, I was really? like, mm, this feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I don't know about this. They don't seem into it. And so then I gave them a date. Excuse me, and uh, it was this is the be, Cleveland Indians. The, yeah, the Cleveland baseball team. The Cle- oh, um, beautiful <laughs> Cleveland baseball uh, team. Hey, I'm trying to do what I can. I'm uh, in on. I think <laughs> yeah, do, I do the same yeah. thing with the Washington football team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then, I mean, so many like family things happened to my. So I was like going to the game, thinking like maybe I should just maybe I should tell them I'm sick. Maybe I shouldn't do this because like I, I talk openly about like women being included in sports and like. We should give get a fair shot, all this stuff. Then once I it was for sure I was throwing out a first pitch, then I was like, Oh shit, now I have to do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like just freaking out. And I had thrown one in Omaha at a minor league game and it was fine. Yeah. But this is like completely different because it's like the team I grew up watching. I went to games at this stadium, like it was the craziest thing. If there so, was a basketball equivalent, I don't know how I would be yeah, so shook with yeah. doing it with the blade. You throw the jump ball up. <laughs> I for was the blade. that's exactly yeah, right, yeah. I just said the same because it's not like something that Oh, you miss it. Like, if you can't throw the ball up straight, people are going to be like, if get I out of here. If I tried to do that, I would, like, accidentally smash the ball into Plumley's face and fall over and piss myself. Like, I know I would be so yeah, nervous. Yeah, that would be Absolutely. like me flipping the coin for the New York Giants. And yeah. I would fucking botch it. You know, I'm just like, throw it in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just straight up, not heads or tails. Just swallow the coin. It's yeah. just floating in the air. Like, I don't know. It's a dual forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, go home. Let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> Game over. Yeah, I just got hit pelted with batteries. Um, so I yeah. got there, and there's a a plaque in the ground uh, at Jacobsfield. I call it the old name because I like it better. I love that. And it's a, a home plate, and it says the date of in 1995 when Cleveland won their first World Series game since 1948. <sighs> and I was like. Wait, this isn't us winning the World Series. Just this is just game. our first game. <laughs> sometimes you, sometimes you just got to like, get a black card. Oh, yeah, Cleveland. and I was like, something, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like, I just kept getting all these feelings of, like, I shouldn't do that. Like, and I, you got to listen to those when you get them. Yeah. So when I get to the game, I meet up with the guy. We go on the field, and he's like, oh, there's a, by the way, there's another first pitch. So I'm like, okay, so I'm not actually, there's a two First, that's weird. Uh-huh. One, of, one of those isn't a first pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's also a second pitch. Yeah, honored yeah. to throw the second pitch, but let's yeah. not call I mean, it the other first pitch. Yeah. Calm down. So I get there. He brings me on like the side of the field, like up by the third base uh, dugout. Yeah. And then I look behind home plate, and there's like tents of barriers and all these people around the other first pitch, and it's like a hot chick. And I was like, this is the most oh, weird. perfectly typical thing to yeah. be happening right now. <laughs> And so I'm, like, waiting, trying to be, like, chilled out and just be like, just throw the ball, just throw the ball, just throw the ball. So seconds before I'm getting ready to walk up to the mound, the guy, the liaison guy, looks at me in the eyeballs and he says to me, you know, we're on a seven-game win streak, which isn't true. It was six at the time. We're on a seven-game win streak. So if we lose today, it's your fault. Have a great throw. And walked away. And I I just, like, every... Everything bad anybody had ever said to me in my entire life yes. was just flowing through my entire energy of my entire body. And I was just like, uh, and then I got out there and I threw the ball like four feet in front of me. Yeah. It and everybody laughed at me. And I was like, well, there went that. And oh, my God. It's like a perfect metaphor for like basically what it's like to be a woman. <laughs> I get, honestly. You get one shot. Yeah. And if you fail, you prove everybody right. And everybody <laughs> and tries to fuck with you along the way to oh, doing yeah. that one shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and no one else has been mentioned the pressure except for the one woman. Who's yeah. Like, hey, by yeah, the yeah. way, this is huge. Everyone <laughs> yeah. knows this is a signifier of what's going to happen with the team. What? Yeah, yeah, never yeah. Said Wait, that. what? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> As you yeah. know, the first thing like, dictates whether or not we win. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like a baseball fan isn't into superstition. Like, I, yeah. right. <laughs> I will say this year has completely erased any of my superstition because I don't believe in anything anymore. Right. But <laughs> at the time, I was very superstitious. He's a nihilist. And it we got into me. And, like, what's so crazy, too, is the guy that caught the first pitches signed the ball and he gave me the other ball the other woman's ball so i don't even have the ball that i actually threw yeah oh weird (laughs) it's just like in a box i don't give a shit about it did they win the game uh no they lost they lost the game they lost to the i would pin it on the other lady yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i mean i pin it on like racism put it on race yeah exactly (laughs) 250 years of ethnic cleansing (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) so that's my first pitch story that's a good it's a great first pitch story. it's not a it's not necessarily a happy first pitch story but it's a great no i learned a lot though i have a feeling you'll throw some more first pitches oh yeah i will yeah yeah the the oakland days have been very kind to me have they there you go and And they're they're like a, a an organization that works like very much in their community and yeah. like outreach and all kinds of well, stuff. Well, Erin Dolan, right? Yeah. She's a she's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Sean Doolittle. Yeah, do yeah. Sha- yeah. Sean mm-hmm. Doolittle? Sean Doolittle. Sean yeah. Doolittle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Oakland A's. Shout out to Cleveland as a city. The baseball team. Get that get their shit together. Change it. Yeah, seriously. We don't need change the name. Change it. I mean I feel like, like how they're not be... going to now. Yeah. <laughs> there was a chance for a little while, but But how could you not say like maybe if you change it then you win the world? Like you I know. Know. like I they don't care. Like I didn't have a dog in the fight uh, this World Series, but it's like, who who doesn't want to see someone win after not winning for over a century? Yeah. But I, who also doesn't want... I, I want Cleveland to lose and for people to just be tweet like tweeting, yeah, it's because your fucking name, you monster. I, yeah, it's that's what the, I've been saying. There's like they, one they million nouns. Yeah. <laughs> like you can say so almost anything. Say, who can, say, nobody thinks about how St. John's changed their name now. Right. They're the Red Storm. Fine. Yeah, right. that sounds yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, great. Any anything else to say about a league of their own? I, I will say, I as wish. badly as you want Rhea to see program, you need to see a league of their own fifteen to twenty times more than that. It's yeah. literally I might do it one tonight. of yeah. Is it I on think, Netflix? Yeah. What if I'm it running was. in third base and my uh, bra gets a little loose and my boobies <laughs> going? As if there is a man in this country who hasn't seen your boobies yet. There's so much fucking. There's, and there's so much like B-roll of Rosie at third base going one more, one more. Just yeah. like I bet she did that for hours, yeah. hours. <laughs> While they were filming. Just from like what the little clips I've seen, it looked like it was probably a really fun movie to make. Oh it yeah, all baseball like movies seem like that. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like that's the dream as an actor, right? Oh like I want to be in a war movie so bad. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want like a group of people with guns, and we're all like camaraderie. And I think sports is like the and there's the harsh reality that when you get to be my age, you are too old to be in a war movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll never succeed in my dream. I can't even play an athlete. You're the, like, what's he doing here, guy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I need like 10 more years, and then I'm Behringer in a, in a <laughs> fucking major league reboot. <laughs> uh, amazing pick, a league of their own. Uh, John Gabris, it is now your turn for your second pick. Okay, so I just lost my second pick to Rhea yes. there. So I will go with my... <laughs> now... now I'm sure one of these movies would make the list, but okay. I'm going to pick my favorite of Ooh, the I know six or happen. seven now. I know it's but I'm going to go with Rocky Four. That's the Ooh. right one! Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> I'm aware of the insane, like, uh, of, like, how good Rocky One is. I'm aware of how sure, good that is. Sure. I'm aware of how solid Rocky Two is. I'm aware of how weird Rocky Three is. <laughs> yeah. And Rocky Four to me, though, was the one I, I think, 
potentially maybe saw it first. Yes. Like just because of age and like – and that movie just stuck with me so much. It was such a clean cut Cold War like – Yes. For those, those of you listening at home who are, you have Rocky confusion – that's the Ivan Drago, yes. USA versus USSR. Yeah, one. Drago kills Apollo, kills Creed. Apollo Creed. They have yeah. no way to heighten um, uh, Rocky and Apollo's relationship anymore. So no. like, we got to avenge his death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I almost went with Creed in this I, moment yeah. because a great, I love great movie. Creed it is so much. So good. Shout it's, out to Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the kids pretty good at acting. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah. But man, Rocky Four to me is the quintessential. This yes. is when. Uh, the Rocky movies went from like cinema to blockbusters. Yes, yeah. in a way. Well, Rocky three was a, an three attempt was at a that. solid transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and thunder lips and uh, lips. robots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paulie's fucking yeah, weird Paulie's robot. robot. Hulk Hogan and then Clubberland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, woman. I spent a lot of time with the Rocky movies when I I lived in Oregon for like eight months. Hell yeah. I did not have a job and I had like zero friends <laughs> and all I did was God. I wish I could remember the. I wasn't torrenting stuff. I was watching stuff on illegal, like, stream websites. Sure, yeah. And I would just watch one through four over and over. Oh, yeah. and it was basically, like, good. my therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I watched Tommy it one Gun. time. I was like, I don't need it. No. <laughs> no, you just see it once for, to just have a sense of completion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, like, this is so terrible to throw my dad under the bus like this. But I remember when we watched Rocky Five together, the only fact he did, he's like, that guy has AIDS. <laughs> I was like, what? Tommy Morrison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like all my dad was like, oh, th- I was like 15. I was like, yeah, that's important for me to know. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I can't wait to shout that at school. Four is the best. That was the, I, I didn't even have Rocky one on my list. I had Rocky four. It's the oh, wow. fucking best one. Yeah. The, there's so many good, the, the training montage. It, it, it's the most perfect, like, note to note training montage it's... where. Um, Drago's got machines and Brigitte Nielsen and yeah. people watching him. Rocky's like in the woods with a black family. Literally, he's yeah. like bench pressing a fam- an African American family while uh, Drago is like in a fucking machine getting injections For and like real. twisting. Yeah, he's in a farm in Russia, right? Yeah, he runs. He literally runs up a mountain. Yep, while mm-hmm. the car is chasing him and the, the car gets lost. Yeah, like, can't keep up. R- He's in like a fucking leather bomber jacket. Oh I remember he has like a fur collar. I'm like, you can't run in that no, no matter what. That shit doesn't breathe, yeah. man. Not at all. He's just like swamping in there. Fuck, St- yeah. Stallone is so shredded in he's this movie. He's so shredded. Yeah. That's, he's doing so many steroids. Yeah. He's on more steroids than Latimer. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I also feel like this movie, the the like dark side of Rocky Four, is like the reason why everyone's just fine that Russia Hector, because like we beat them. No, they're strong. (laughs) Yeah. Why wouldn't we work with them? They're strong. I don't read books. I watch this movie. (laughs) He when he when he beats Drago. Spoiler alert: He beats Drago. And the Russian like prime minister stands up and is like, yeah. I have respect for America. It's like this is a legit propaganda. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then then Rocky's like, if I can change, yeah, and you can change. (laughs) We could all change. He's not a man. He's a machine. <laughs> I must break you. Like oh. I, uh, so much good shit. I must memory. break you. It gives me chills, man. And it's funny because it's like even the first half when Drago beats Creed, kills him. Yeah. Creed is living in America. He's James got Graham like he's got song. the fucking Uncle Sam top hat on. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the hubris of America to think they can defeat Russia in the Cold War. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a statement on what it meant to be a real American, yeah. which was hard work and hard humility. Right. Also, and Rocky always also a white guy. Yeah, right. also a white guy. So yeah, it's like, no, don't don't worry, we're not going to let a black yeah, guy take out. Yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, uh, happy black man. No, thank not you. a guy who shares a name with the most famous black theater in New York. It would never <laughs> be him. <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't even realize that movie was fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Real quick aside, I've been begging yes. to uh, get uh, about Rocky Three. Been get, begging to get Ron Funches to shoot a shot for shot remake of Sly and Apollo's beach races. Oh my of just God. him and I as Rocky. And <laughs> but now he's like in good he's shape. He's actually in so good shape. Like the, he's more Apollo. Funches probably actually runs on the beach now. Yeah, he probably is. Will just actually beat me. Yeah. <laughs> Ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, ding, uh, ding. <laughs> it is so. Uh, oh, it's the such Rocky a good movies movie. are great. Rocky Four being I love like them. peak block, but I think it, you know it's like it's the empire of the movies. 100%. Like it's like so over the top and crazy. it's so good. It's and any any American holiday, like real American holiday, TNT or Spike or whoever the US, yeah. whoever the fuck. <laughs> We'll do a Rocky Marathon, of and I course. always get sucked into it. <laughs> yeah, there's something truly American, like, or at least what America believes themselves to be yeah. is like a blue collar dude who's like against all odds. Absolutely, makes yeah. it. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm from, I'm a nobody, I'm a big fucking retard from yeah. nobody. You know, it's like, and people are just watching, like, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stupid and fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and he's a goddamn hero. I could, everyone's a protagonist in their own watching of them. Right? Uh, yeah, everyone plays yeah. Rocky in their head. <laughs> Except when you see him take his shirt off, you're like. Oh, this man is training for something. Yeah, but then everyone thinks, like, I could get there. Just well, give yeah. me six months. I could get there. Just yeah. get me a fucking cabin in the Siberian fucking mountains. God, yeah. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen is crazy in that, too. She's, oh. like, great. She's such a good, like... She's so awesome as, like, his Pauly. Yeah. She could, she could kick my ass. Let alone Ivan Drago. I feel like Brigitte could have kicked Rocky's ass in real life. And I think Talia Shire could have kicked Rocky's ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talia Shire at the, at the end was just like, he's like severely brain damaged. I just gotta like get this guy home and in yeah. bed safely. Yeah, yeah. She's like plotting out how she's gonna take care of him for the next 30 years. Oh, uh, and I mean, fucking Dolph Lundgren is a. Uh, what an insane human being he is. When you read like his backstory. Oh, the it's real like, Dolph Lundgren. The real Dolph Lundgren's backstory is amazing. He's like, like a PhD, right? He's got a dual PhD in like uh, physics and like microbiology or yeah. something, or uh, uh, biochem. He was discovered because he was a, uh, he was also a gold medal Taekwondo champion for yeah. like. Sweden, and then he was discovered at a bartend uh, as a bouncer by Grace Jones. Really, Grace Jones was like, "Who is this piece oh, of fuck? Yeah. I bet you I can make you famous. You look at you, you know. This is the eighties; anything can happen, you know." And Grace Jones just started dating him and just be made him like a model slash actor. He started getting like small roles, That's amazing, only to become Drago. Yeah. yeah. Somebody tweeted like, "Like imagine the crazy athletic sex that like Grace Jones and and uh, Dolph Lundgren had. Oh yeah, back in the eighties. That's like me picturing." I picture Joe Manganiello and uh, what's her name, Sofia Vergara, have sex. Oh, um, because yeah. I'm like, those are like my two like that sex. seeing that. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> he, I'm like, yes, him. Oh, yes, yeah. her. Grace That's Jones good... and Dolph Lundgren have the same body type. I always think, I always pound think of uh, Conan yeah. uh, the Destroyer, where she's oh, like yeah. a total fucking staff fighting badass. Yeah, speaking like, of someone who could like beat the shit out of me, Grace Jones could have beat the shit out of. Oh me. man, I would pay money to get the shit <laughs> out of me by Grace Jones. Maybe a little too dark of a look into my yeah, sex yeah. life. <laughs> well, I pay would... money for Joe Manganiello to beat yeah. the fuck up, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's got those up here abs. Uh, uh, I hate him. Speaking... And he's tall. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of tall, a tall order is your next... It's an awful transition. Uh, you, you, that was your second pick, Rocky Four. Okay. It's now time for your third pick, the first pick of the third round. Now, this is going to be... This is very difficult for me to... Uh, I'm going to pick another movie that I'm not even positive anyone would pick, yes. but it just meant so much to me growing up. 
Um, in addition to all the sports I previously mentioned, I played. I also, me and my brothers, me and both my brothers did Taekwondo, and oh. my dad mm-hmm. did. So it sort of became kind of big in our house martial okay. arts, all based off of like Seagal and Van Dam made us all. T- so you I was blood sport Taekwondo enthusiast. Yeah, we were he- yeah. like we were like movie karate guys. <laughs> like, we're like, oh, it, we didn't care about the honor or the discipline. We were like, can I kick like in a movie? Yeah. Um, so blood sport, I didn't choose because I don't think the kumite is a real sport. Kumite. So I was so hesitant, but I did choose what I think is the real like, and I didn't go with Karate Kid because it's not really a sport movie as much as the film that I'm choosing for my third pick, Best of the Best. Oh, Best mm. of the Best. Best of the Best is about an Ameri- a karate tournament between America and Korea. And again, it's like another American propaganda. Fi- I'm realizing now maybe these are the fan the movies I like are propaganda. <laughs> They're we all like America, white up. America is the best. And yeah. like, I only wish a League of Their Own was propaganda. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they really voiced uh, differing opinions in the League of Their Own. <laughs> yeah. Um, but best of the best features Eric Roberts. Yes. Uh, Chris Penn and three other nameless two great brothers, yeah, <laughs> yeah. two great brothers, brothers, two, brothers two of very fame adjacent, and they make up the five man. Not a real way to do a sport where it's five on five yeah. and you go up the rank and like each fight counts for. They're not even different weight classes; they're just different styles. Yeah, but it's like an Italian guy. An Asian American guy, a dorky dude, and then Chris Penn, who's like a cowboy, and then Eric Roberts. And he doesn't know how to dance, right? right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric Roberts is like a fucking juiced up ponytail wearing dad. He's just like the most dad guy. He, all he cares about is his son, who's got like who's in the hospital, yeah. but he must fight. And it just features am- amazing camaraderie. Um, it features uh, a xenophobic point of view about Korea, yeah. <laughs> but ends with like the crying and the holding of like we are all the same. Yeah. And like Eric Roberts does, like he has like deaf cry voice. Oh, Tommy, yeah. Papa Tommy. Like everything he says sounds like he lost his hearing for the moment. <laughs> I'm like, this movie's problematic. I've like referenced like Absol- shot on handicapped people. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. There's something wrong with this movie, not me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and that movie meant so much to me when I was young. Like it just really like puppet Tommy puppet is what he says when he dislocates his shoulder. Yeah, and me and my brothers still to this day say it when you get hurt. It's like puppet Tommy puppet. Like, like I'll go on. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets down and he gets him in like the Brazilian arm lock and he's like, he's like. <laughs> and then he tapes it to his arm and he limps out to fight in the f- fifth match against the Korean guy who has an eye patch and he's the badass Korean guy. Yeah. And he limps out there and he's like, can't bring himself to kick this injured man. Like, he's like trying to defend himself with one arm and it's like, I'm like weeping watching like a fucking sea level action movie. Honor. They would go on to make like five sequels of it that mostly started taking place in like underground fighting tournaments. Second best yeah. of the best. Yeah. Third best of the best. Yeah. Uh, just place of the best. Yeah, yeah. Coming sure. in fourth. Yeah. One of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just made it inside the gym. Right, yeah. And <laughs> good effort was the fifth one. Put on some clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Brush my teeth. Uh, both Rocky Four and this movie also feature amazing training montages. Yeah. Which, this one features a great, like, they have their own training montage, but then there's a moment when they watch tape of the Korean team. Yeah. They're like, 
these guys are supposedly the best. Let's watch a tape. And they're standing under a waterfall in snow being like hit in the stomach with baseball bats or like they're like standing with their leg up and a guy's breaking bats over their shins. Like they're so – it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. I thought you were going to say they were watching tape and then they all wore like reading glasses and they're <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> that would be so much better for Chris Penn. Oh. Cowboy hat and cheaters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You could stand in the waterfall. One of those like banker visors on. <laughs> <laughs> With the green, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. So, so two mega patriotic, uh, homoerotic uh, America uh, fighting movies. Absolutely, just, just rippling man flesh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's your, the theme of yours so far. Even the program, just a Even lot the of program. sweaty, rippling man flesh. Oh yeah, you're gonna see a very much yeah. a, a running theme in <laughs> almost every one of my artistic choices in life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, amazing pick, best of the best, great, great martial arts movie. Uh, Rhea Butcher, it yeah. is now your turn for your third pick. Okay, great. My third pick is the 30 for 30 documentary, Oh yeah, Believeland. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> have you guys both seen this? I, I have. Ian seen has seen it. it. I have, I have. Seen it. yeah, yeah. Uh, this documentary really got me in my heart space yes. because, like, holy moly, does it really... I know Andy Billman that made the documentary. He's yeah. like a diehard Cleveland fan. We're like pals. Talk together a lot. We texted through like every game after we met each other of every Cleveland baseball game. Uh, he was at a World Series game that got to watch it with him and Jamil Smith, also from Cleveland. Oh, that's great. That was like a beautiful moment yeah. in, in my little life of getting to watch Cleveland play in the World Series with those two dudes. Um, but that documentary really nails what it's like to be like a Northeastern Ohio sports fan. And, like, I grew up in a baseball house, so that's why I like baseball. It's also why I don't like football, because oh, in yeah. Cleveland, we they shared a stadium. They shared municipal stadium. Oh. So once football started, it was football, not baseball. And so then you have this, like, chip on your shoulder against the Browns. And everybody, like, the fandom in Cleveland, even to this day, I feel like, goes Browns, baseball, Cavs. Which is crazy. And I, that's why I'm so product. glad that the Cavs won, because it's, like... The third place team little brother. is the one that did it. And also, yeah. LeBron being from Akron is like, it's beautiful. Who could ask for more? I, I mean, you, you, can, I, you can't. It's such a beautiful story. Yeah. And there's this moment in Believeland where when it transitions into the LeBron act of, of the documentary. So it's about uh, Cleveland sports fandom in general, yeah, not yeah. just the Cleveland baseball team. Kind of like is. Sense about, 48, right? I yeah, mean, pretty or, much. Yeah, it, it, a little bit of pre, like, it's a, it's a lot more Browns out. than anything because, like, it, there's a lot. The heartache really started with the Browns. Yes. Oh my and, God, like, those, the Cleveland baseball 80s, team, yes. Oof. But the Browns were one of the best football teams in the NFL when yeah. in the sixties, I mean like Jim Brown, Paul Brown whole thing. But then like art Modell, like this whole, I mean, they, he took the team away from Cleveland, which is seems insane. It when really you, like, does. I mean, I mean also Cleveland visited, didn't really yeah. respect him either. So it's like a two way street. And yeah. I, I think the documentary did a good way, a good job of showing both sides. Of I it. thought they did too. Cause before that, I just thought I was like, well, fuck art Modell. Yeah. But the, like documentary was like, actually, here's why he yeah. felt. Yeah. He tried and Cleveland doesn't listen. And Hey, I think that's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why nothing <laughs> stays in Cleveland. Cause they're like, I don't know about this they just don't commit to anything but um it really does like because the browns just would get so close and then would lose in somebody in the documentary says in like such a macabre fashion and it like is like it is it's just like are you serious are you i don't believe it and i mean watching the world series this year i mean i had to leave and go in another room and like punch a couch because yeah. i was like not again! Like, right? Not yeah. again! <laughs> yeah, like spectacular. 
way to go down. The, oh yeah, the fumble and the drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the dri- my God. yeah. The whole thing. That and now, now we have the, the rain delay. What was his name? Uh, oh. uh, why am I blanking on his name? We're I, like friends on Twitter now. Yeah, but it's I can't, Ernest Biner. Ernest Biner. I just couldn't think of his. I mean, in the documentary, he looks to camera and cries and apologizes oh. to the city of Cleveland for the fumble. For the he fumble, but so it, he was stripped it. too. It's not yeah. like he dropped it. Right. It right. was a it was great a defensive strip. play. Yeah, it not, was. Not and I mean, a, yeah. he like played his heart out in was that it, game. He was like one of the lone bright spots of that game for the Browns. Yeah, right? it was he like him and Bernie were just like on another. He he says like we were like identical twins. We just knew what the other one was going to do. Yeah, and they were just playing so well. And it was like at the he was. He goes into the end zone like, where's the, you know, like it just, oh, it's so heartbreaking. And then like the 95 baseball team, that one makes sense because we were up against one of the other best teams in baseball. But the 97 loss in the World Series, which is we were one strike away from winning the World Series to the Marlins, Marlins a (laughs) A brand new baseball team, not even like it. They didn't care. They didn't even want to win. They still don't care. They've won two of them and nobody cares. Yeah, they had put the plastic in the locker room and they had the trophy in the locker room and you know what like when i was trying to get over the world series loss which seems so insignificant now i was like laying in bed trying to go to sleep and i stupidly got on twitter and i saw that a sports reporter was like during the rain delay this year they went into the locker rooms and the Cleveland locker room had plastic on the no, lockers. No, no, why would they and do I, that? And I like I, I because I've, like the league had to protect for a walk-off win. But like could you imagine playing in game 7 of the World Series tie game? I would be like get that was, this what, shit the eighth out of inning my when the rain delay happened. Room. And then you go in there and see the plastic in there like I you're done. My no. shit. You're that done. Is, of all of superstitious sport like i mean yeah, it's baseball done. too it's i wouldn't already, like the i most... wouldn't assume it was for champagne i would assume because i was about to get murdered like the dexter killed exactly. me. Yeah. <laughs> i would hope that would be but my favorite part in the documentary is when uh in the lebron act when they start talking about that um because also the calves were like basically the background for every michael jordan yeah like major shot Those we're in every poster teams, going yeah. uh yeah. but uh <laughs> nice. yeah. so brian windhorst who is uh works for espn and i also i played, love windhorst shout out to him uh i played sports with his sister Kristen, who was oh, a, really? a tremendous athlete great softball pitcher and yeah. whose career was basically ended uh in like a just a she was in a softball league just to keep conditioning and like somebody took her out like purposely oh, knocked God, her over when pete rose on her yeah, oh. yeah for real uh but anyway so i i know and he's like and then he's from you know and he's cleveland's own like talking about lebron he's like and it's so much better he's cleveland's own well i mean he's from akron but who cares and i was like that is it that is yeah. the whole thing because like cleveland doesn't give a shit about akron <laughs> and when i was home after the Cavs won there were like wasn't that much Cavs stuff in cleveland and i was like kind of shocked and then I went to Akron, and I went to like the the pizza place in Akron that yeah. everybody goes to. Ninety percent of everybody in there was wearing a Cavs shirt that. or something, and I was like, "Yes, Akron won." They like, might as well yeah. be the Akron Cavs. Yeah, for yeah. real. How far for is real. Akron from Cleveland? Like thirty five minutes. Oh, okay, yeah, south, like directly <laughs> south. Yeah, that's like I'm from thirty. I'm from Long Island, where people there have never even been to Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty minutes away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never went. Nah, yeah. that's not for me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And Cleveland came out before the yep. Cavs won, so they had to do an addendum. Yeah, oh, and they which added is the, the such yeah. a happy ending. I know. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And then and I, immediately I, again had heartbreak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel like though that documentary really did like Ernest Biner like apologize like just all this stuff like everybody understanding Cleveland's pain in that way. Yeah. Uh, broke something loose, and that's like yeah. what helped us 
win that game. And I mean, the Cavs. It was like a fuck, coming back like therapy. So yeah, hard. it yeah. was. It was like the the city broke open. Yeah. It's like, well, I do have some issues, you know. <laughs> and then you're able yeah. to like, harness. yeah, we are actually sad about it. <laughs> I'm rooting I, for the Cavs so hard this year. Yeah, me too. Fuck the Warriors, man. Fuck. Yeah, I <laughs> can't. And Sports the, fuck, the, not actual yeah, fuck. Yeah. The <laughs> thing that gets me about the world's because everybody's like, oh, three one Cleveland, huh? Yeah. And it's like. I get why you would say that, but yeah. logistically, sports logistically, it doesn't make sense because Cleveland coming back from a three-one deficit in the NBA Finals the, to the Warriors, the record-breaking team, crazy thing as opposed to the Cleveland baseball team, which was the underdogs the whole time, every series having they were a three-one, yeah, and then the Cubs, the best team in baseball, coming back. That's it's a totally, totally different, different scenario. Right. Totally different. It does suck that they blew a 3-1 lead. Like, <laughs> 100%. But when we lost game... Objectively, that is <laughs> yes, not fun. Yes, objectively. <laughs> yeah. But when we lost game five, I was like, we're done. Yeah. Because like, all the Cubs needed was the tiniest bit of momentum. Because they were young, too young for that stage. Right. And all they needed was that like one little bit of win. And I was like, we're done. And then they're like, we're, oh, we're yeah, absolutely we remember done. how to play baseball. Oh, fuck, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a baseball Oh, I game. just play <laughs> baseball? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. We are very good at this. Yeah, we're really <laughs> yeah. good. Well, we I'm have glad... all the money. Yeah. All, fuck, all the money. Yeah, and all the prospects. <laughs> yeah. Well, and... I'm a longtime Yankees fan, so I'm not allowed to chime in about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up a Yankee fan, too, so I can't say. Yeah, we'll just end that segment by saying, fuck her, all this Chapman. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh, Believeland, amazing pick. It is now on to me for my third pick, the final pick of the third round. And with that pick, I'm going to take the movie The Sandlot. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Great. The Sandlot. I, it was on TV again the other day. I can't – I any point in that movie, I'll jump in and just watch it <laughs> until the end. I fucking love that movie. I love it. <laughs> I just spent seventy dollars online to buy a shirt that has Wendy Pfeffercorn. Yeah, Pfeffercorn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on Instagram all yeah, the time. I, yeah. Yeah. I, fi- I fell this for an one? Instagram ad. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. I bought it because that's my favorite. <laughs> I fuck. Can you guys guess what my two problems with that movie are? Uh, the 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 kiss rape. Yep. And uh, you throw like a girl. You play ball. You like play a ball girl. like a girl. Yeah. Not even like you throw like yeah, a girl. You, you play, play ball like the a whole girl. Game. Yeah. Yeah. And the barfing from the mine was chewing oh that yeah. I don't mind at all because my problem that is kept too many me from minorities. trying it. <laughs> me too. Wait, what was yours? My problem is too many minorities. Was too many minorities. <laughs> yeah, you didn't care for it. Yeah. I was like, nah, come on, you don't have neighborhood ball games like that. How about <laughs> Benny the Jet Johnson? Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck, the chew- that's a good movie. Yeah, so good. The chewing tobacco scene did make my brother chewed. And I'm sure without that scene, I would have yeah. given it a try. Yeah, me but too. 100%. So gross. Thank you, The Sandlot, for yeah. that. Thank you, The Sandlot. More effective than I was definitely already smoking when I saw that movie for the yeah. first time. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. I started smoking when I was like 12 or something. You got at it early. I yeah. smoked they one bad neighborhood when I was 13 because I was afraid to get <laughs> smell like it. And I never tried another cigarette again. <laughs> I was listening to Weird Al tapes still <laughs> at that age. Uh, I watched Stand By Me very early on. So. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. The opposite message of the chewing tobacco. Thing uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just such a. It's just such a fun. It's a. There are definitely problems with it, but it's such yeah, a yeah. fun movie. That you know what I noticed the other day watching it, Ria, and you might be into the hats in it. Oh yeah, I noticed that. I watched that it on a plane recently. That the California Angels hat that the kid with has the halo with the, on top of it. Yeah. The uh, Kansas City Mon the black yeah, kid, the, they made him wear a Kansas City yeah. Monarchs hat, of course, <laughs> yeah. but like it's such a dope hat. I know. Uh, they also have yeah. the. Uh, you got a fireplace at home? Yeah. 
Why don't you put your hat in there? Throw that yeah, hat. the kid's got the fucking yeah, got the fishing, fishing hat, hat with crazy brim. The yeah. super long thing. Yeah. 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 Fireplace. yeah just maybe put your hat in there. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just great. It's I mean, it celebrates sort of the romanticism and the history of baseball mm-hmm. in like a fun way. I mean, that moment where uh, I, that character actor is playing Babe Ruth. And yeah. he's like, can I keep this? I don't know why, but I want to keep this, the Hank Aaron card. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. At watching that as an adult, I, like, almost started crying. Just, it's, like, the yeah. fact that they put it, that in there. Right? So Such a good. beautiful old moment. Because then you, like, this is the last year of Vin Scully. Then you go and listen to, because yeah. Vin Scully ca- called that home run. The, the, the Hank general. Aaron oh, home the run. Hank, yeah. Breaking Babe Ruth. And he's like, a black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South. This is a, like, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, baseball. In anyway. Atlanta. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That that movie has one of those advantages where it's like it's so period specific that it becomes universal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so good, and it's like that. It's exactly what it was like. We we played football instead of baseball same growing here. up, but it's yeah. the exact same thing as playing schoolyard ball. It was like the kid, the new kid who's like, I don't know if I like him, but he has a football. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we play. have to let him play. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the. And I, that movie just hits that for me, and, and it features like the one fat kid who they let hang out oh, with them, yeah. who I see all the time. All the time. I was, well, because I, anytime I ran into you, it was outside of Stamp, and I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. Uh, that's that I've seen Hamilton Porter at, at Stamp yeah. like three times. Yeah. He works next door. <laughs> oh, say no more. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what's next door. I'm not about to fuck with those people. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. L seven. We. Dodger dog, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the the kid, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it, you yeah. got it. Haul it up, bring him. Up. <laughs> the fuck when they got, I love the the, the litany when they go through all of Babe Ruth's nicknames. Oh, you yeah. know, you the Sultan of Swat, the yeah. Colossus of Clout, the Colossus <laughs> of Clout, yeah. and then um. Uh, you're killing me, Smalls. My, I was just home, oh and my, my brother-in-law God. had a T-shirt that said, "You're killing me, Smalls." Oh, yeah. And it's I was like, "Holy shit, that's so amazing!" Fucking- the story with it that forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Oh. It's just so funny. It made me want an erector set. It was yeah. a baseball movie yeah. that made me want an erector set. <laughs> James Earl Jones being like oh. the uh, the big doggy and yeah. like having the dog. Ne- like big that's such doggy. a specific thing too. Of like balls gone, we lost that it. monster that they use. They have like puppet pieces for, like yeah. to make the dog as big as they want. It was just so. Great sequence when they're running through the pool, yeah. and the dog jumps over. The kid's going, "Look, mommy, doggy, big dog." But when it jumps over, <laughs> yeah. they like hold on its dick. Like, I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because my my mom is like the reason that I'm into movies, and she would always tell me this like back stuff. And I remember her as a kid being like, "Yeah, they always use female dogs and animals, yeah, for that reason." Right, right. So you don't it, see so like a dog. It's dick. just not. And I, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Yeah, I remember Hercules, one yeah. the <laughs> fact that I know that Hercules is not neutered is insane. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> there should not be that graphic of a shot in the yeah, film. Yeah, exactly. It's just. Oh, it's such it's a weird like over shot. A child's yeah, head. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's super slow motion. Just it's hovering. like the ending of a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> I love when Hamilton Three does like ladies time. before his cannonball. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. such a great moment. Oh, it's uh, it's such a fun little movie, and just like yeah, it j- just enough magical realism in it to just a just a smidge <laughs> to make it feel like childhood. And did um, you guys see uh, Ben Zobrist riding his bike to Wrigley Field this season in his no. full uniform wearing PF Flyers? Did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> it's baseball, yeah. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> yeah. cool. I mean, as much as it hurts to say, it's fucking cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's the rich kids, though. Cool in the regular season. Uh, I, did, I like that, that like 
even though the the fight has like stuff that you know it's like well that sucks that you have to say that but it's the rich kids versus the like kids with nothing yeah oh, <laughs> they don't even yeah. have enough money for a ball and then these kids show up in their uniforms and yeah right hassle them the, like yeah. I love that so good one of the great yeah little little underlock story hidden in there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh fantastic so that's my third pick I'm now going to make my fourth pick the first pick of the fourth round and I'm going to go back to the world of fuck. Nope, okay, I'm not. I was going to do documentary. I'm not. I'm going to take the movie Blue Chips. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is maybe Shaquille my version. O'Neal. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte. Yeah. Pe- Anthony Penny Hardaway. <laughs> and uh, whoever that white guy was, who was also a college player. <laughs> it was, this is maybe my version of the program. I fucking love Blue Chips. I love it. I think Shaq is pretty good in it. I think Penny's pretty good in it. <laughs> Nick Nolte's amazing in it. Um, it's it's just such a, it's just such a fun college basketball movie. It it again goes into like recruiting violations and all right. that stuff. Yeah, it's weird. They, they must have been around the same time. I think they were. The yeah, because it's sort of like the the dark side of college athletes. Yeah, or whatever. It yeah. is. It's kind of the basketball version of uh, of the program. Yeah. Uh, Shaq plays Neon Boudreaux in it. Great. Like man. a really smart kid who just doesn't care to like pass his SATs. <laughs> uh, he's just, and he's like really, he's funny in it too. And here's a fun story that, uh, it was actually covered in the mad, the magic moment, 30 for 30. But Shaquille O'Neal was, uh, a player in the league. He was like a rookie in the NBA. And, uh, the Orlando Magic got the first pick again in the next draft. And Chris Webber was supposed to be like the, oh, yeah. uh, the first pick kind of thing. But Chris Weber. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anthony Hardaway's agent got him a role because Adam he played at Memphis college ball and he got him a role uh in blue chips. And <laughs> not a role, an audition bait, like but like a basketball audition. So they played like these scrimmages with all these players. And Anthony Hardaway was like strategizing. He like, I'm just gonna feed Shaquille O'Neal every time we go down yeah. the court. So in this like pickup game, he just like threw all these alley oops to Shaq and just was feeding them. All, like over and over and over again, and all of a sudden, Shaq was like, "Yo, we should draft this guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "He knows how to get the big man yeah, the ball." I know he's like five seven. <laughs> We're like, "Oh no, get Penny's, him. Penny's like six Dude, seven. That's, uh, that's like, like a... the Dolph Lundgren, Grace Jones thing. Yeah. Like, just start dating this guy, and I'll get him some roles. Right, exactly. Same, same goddamn thing. <laughs> so Penny, yeah, Penny was like six seven. He's like the he's oh, the am I thinking of his magic. commercial? He had like the half. Penny? You're thinking of you thinking of the marionette? Yeah, yeah, Chris Rock. Like I was fifty seven inches. So they, they still took Chris Webber first, but then they traded him for Penny Hardaway and like also got another pick. So it was like this amazing uh-huh. because of the movie Blue Chips, <laughs> the Orlando Magic ran out Shaq and Penny. There's this for, guy I shot a movie with this summer. I think yeah. it would be good for our professional yeah. basketball. They took team. Nick Nolte in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> Nolte, Nolte was a flame out. He only played two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a wet jumper, but he couldn't play defense at all. You know, and at the time it was such a physical game. Uh, yeah, I just, I just love it. It's that Nolte's great in it. Um, I think I saw Blue Chips in the theater and then never saw it again because oh, I have yeah. like some memories, but not a lot of it. I have yeah. it on digital video disc. I'll still Ooh. throw it in. I'll still throw it in every now and then. <laughs> um, there's, but it's it's just a real fun basketball movie. The guy there's clearly like a Larry Bird proxy in it, and right. they give him a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> they try to bribe him with a tractor, just like, and it's so. Does he wear a cowboy hat in the movie? No, he wears like a John Deere hat. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. he's like he's like India. He's literally from a small town in Indiana, like Larry yeah. Bird. Uh, and there, hold on, I have to find this quote. Uh, 
Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, it's. Oh, am I gonna even be able to find it? Probably not. Listen, look up. <laughs> I will tweet about. I will tweet about what the quote is. He's just like a like a blue chip white athlete such as myself. I think I could get up to upwards of eighty thousand dollars a year. It's just this. <laughs> it's just this fucking crazy craven quote from the movie. Uh, anyway, that's one. That's one that I I love. Maybe no one else would have taken it, but I had to. I had yeah. to have it on my list. I mean, Shaq's legitimately funny. Shaq's legit funny. We, Shaq and Charles Barkley are two of my favorite working comedians. They're hundred percent, hundred percent. And unfortunately, they make each other worse on that show. But like Shaq, we just shot. I work, work for the Late Late Show, and we did a sketch with Shaquille O'Neal that I wrote, which was such a thrill. But uh, that's awesome. He was really great in the sketch, and then at one point during it, uh, he's he like turned to the crew, and there were like twenty crew there. And he was like, we've come a long way since Kazam, people. <laughs> and like, with like perfect timing after a take was over. And everyone like lost their shit. Like people like were laughing all over the uh, place. Uh, I shot scary. a Radio Shack commercial with Shaquille O'Neal like yeah. eight years ago. And I was shooting my angle with his uh, double. Yeah. And this guy, he's like, hey, what's up? My name is Marquez. And he was like the, one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen. Shook his hand. And he got over into the side. And they're like, all right, Marquez, get up on the Apple box. Oh, my he's God. He's already the biggest dude I've ever seen. And he's got to get up like seven inches to oh match Shaq. God. Isn't then that Shaq, up? Shaq comes rumbling out. And he's like, they're like, how you doing, Shaq? He's like, good. I'm going to get out of here in time to see that Jackass movie, right? And we're like, <laughs> Yes, Mr. O'Neill, we should be able to do that. He's like, that's all I care about. And he had his fucking RV parked outside. It was so awesome. Did he have that dude in the cowboy hat with a briefcase who follows him everywhere? (laughs) Possibly. Possibly. That was a little starstruck. Sounds like a David Lynch movie. There's a dude. There's a dude. (laughs) That backwards talking little person. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was on fire who never burnt. Uh, There's a dude who follows Shaq around with a briefcase and a cowboy hat. And this is Sean O'Connor's story, so I don't know if I can even tell it. I shouldn't have just said it's Sean O'Connor's story. Yeah. Because then I could have told it. Yeah. It's not I'll, – I'll, I'm going to say it right now, and if he says it's not okay, I'll edit it out. But uh, apparently that briefcase has two handguns and $40,000 cash in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I mean, Apocryphal. that's all you need. Apocryphal. <laughs> um, anyway, so I took blue chips with my fourth pick. Rhea, it is time for your fourth pick. All right. My fourth pick is probably not one either of you guys would choose. Ooh, I feel like. Maybe. There you go. My fourth pick is Color of Money. Oh. 1986. That's a great fucking movie. Yeah. One of my favorite Scorsese movies. Wow. Also one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. Yes. Huge Um, Tom Cruise fan. Great Tom Cruise. Paul Newman. Huge Tom Cruise fan. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought to pick it. You're right. right. That is such a good choice. Sequel to The Hustler, right? Yeah. But like 20 years later? It's like the spiritual sequel to The Hustler or whatever they say. But uh, I love that movie it came on like when i was a kid i would go i would have visitation with my dad every sunday yeah and in cleveland akron the broadcasting area they would play like westerns from 10 to 11 then from 11 to 4 they would play movies yeah and so i just like watched movies constantly and i saw color of money when i was a kid just like by myself watched the whole thing good i just i love the like it you feel like you're there and it makes so much sense. Yeah. You know, like, the, just the Chicago, like, the pool scene, not the scenes of the movie, but, like, just you're immediately, it's like a mob movie or something, but not, it's just with pool. Right. And it's you're such just a believable Yeah, yeah, you're just, like, immediately, immediately yeah. there. Yeah. 
you get everything. Tom Cruise works at like the Children's Palace, which is like not a thing anymore. But I used to go there. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the a, Children's. We didn't have it in Norway. Oh, you it? didn't? It was no. just like a cheap Toys R Us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah, like okay, the, right, right. I remember like that KB now. Toys. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they had to wear shirts with like their name on it or whatever. And there's also a, an Akron reference in that movie. Perfect. They talk about like the Akron tournament at the end. But I do. I just. I don't. I love it so much. It's like cold out. Also, they they play pool in. Chicago, next door to where I used to like practice improv with people. Oh, really? Like the sa- just next door. Yeah. <laughs> so you could be great. like, oh shit, that's that right there. Yeah. Do you play pool at all? Did it make I you want to play pool? You I do, do play, play pool. pool. I'm so jealous. I'm I was uh, so at bad at it. Crumb Fest Fest, and I hadn't played in a couple years. Omaha and, or Denver? in Omaha? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And these guys were like, "Come on, let's play, let's play." I was like, "All right." I haven't played in a while. And then I ran the table for like oh, five awesome. rounds. <laughs> and when I lost, I lost on a scratch too. And I was like, best way to go out because you didn't do it. Yeah. I did. I did it to myself. <laughs> I did <it> to myself. <laughs> but I like straight Two up, I like ran scrap. the table. Yeah. They were like, you were hustling. I was like, no, I was setting your expectations low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no money That's on this game. nobody's fault but your own. <laughs> yeah. 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 If I was hustling, you wouldn't be wearing that jacket yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, I used to play in Chicago with like my ex-girlfriend. We would play doubles with people. And there was a time at this small, small bar in Chicago that was like a basement bar that you, you would go into. One table. We would get in on games. And there was one night where the entire bar was watching our game. Wow. The whole bar. I mean, like 100 people probably. In a bar as big as the room we're in right now. And I made a shot around a ball that was sitting in front of the pocket, and the whole bar lost their shit. Oh, that's awesome. It was like one of my, the highlights of my life. And yeah, like, I don't know anybody else that saw it, but I, it was one of the best shots I've ever made. Just like scooted it right through, and people were like, ah! Like, yeah. it was the best. That's right up there with like a late night set. Like yeah, same, straight like, up, yeah. <laughs> What's the Paul Newman turn in the movie? Like, he, he like... You think he's selling out Tom Cruise, but he's really doubling down. Like I remember yeah, being he, so yeah. confused, but so into it. I remember, like, well, I, mean, I don't. How much do we want to spoil? Well, it's from 1986. It's yeah, a yeah. feel free movie. to spoil it. Yeah, he gets hustled. Right. He's yeah. the, the whole thing was a hustle. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise being like this, not like a kid that doesn't know what he's doing was a whole long con, and like they think he knew, but he didn't know, and he really believed it. And it got him back into the game. And that's like, it's kind of got one of those Bull Durham endings yeah, where he like yeah. ends up with the woman that he loves and cares about and like realizes, like, oh, this is not. So yeah. good. John yeah. Turturro's in it. Oh, yeah. right. Forrest Whitaker. It's one of Forrest Whitaker's first movies. Too. Oh, no shit. Oh, shit. He hustles Paul Newman, too. Yeah, right, right, right. Fuck. Yeah, I just John Turturro. That, the opening scene, too, that's just like that shot from the, from the table and. Scorsese is doing like voiceover of like what pool is all about. Yeah. And, like yeah. the smoke and the ah so good. I have this t- soundtrack on vinyl. It's oh, such a perfect so like eighties awesome. blues soundtrack. It's, oh, I love it so yeah. much. And Mary Elizabeth Mastrantoni, uh, one of the oh, great names. Right. In all is that Maid Marion from uh, Prince Maid of Maid Marian, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mastrantonio. I might <laughs> change my last name to Mastrantonio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> might be a smart move. It might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might put you on a better train. Ian Mastrantonio. <laughs> that might Maybe. get you on a first class train yeah. to wherever we all have to go. <laughs> yeah, at some yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a little more comfy. Ugh. Color of money, great pick. Thanks, man. I did, awesome choice. It wasn't on my list, but now I feel like a fool for not having it on my no, that's list. That's all right. It's such a good. I movie. feel like you guys are both going to watch it tonight. Yeah, yeah. I literally was like. Took like a half hour, like sort of meditated on trying to remember sport. I didn't want to Google best sports yeah. movies to yes. try to refresh anything, so yeah. I was like, 
And I'm like, if it doesn't come to my mind, then maybe I don't deserve to. But this 100%. is one of the ones yeah. when you just said, I was like, fuck, that really is one of the good ones. And now I'm like, is poker a sport? Like, I'm all. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Rounders. I think, yeah, I, would, yeah. I think rounders counts. Yeah. Uh, Gabrus, what, it is now uh, time to learn what did make your list. Uh, what did make my list uh, is um, obviously a lot of my movies are going to be football based because that was my th- that was my thing. Yes. So this one's another one. But there's a level to this movie that uh, uh, for me. Is that it features Denzel Washington? Ooh, so damn I gotta go with Remember the Titans. Yes, as, as hacky and corny as the movie can be at times, I think that's something I've learned to not only um, accept from sports movies, but maybe expect em- in a way, you expect know? and embrace. Yeah, too. it makes some of them. And so I good. really like it. And uh, I, I grew up in an all black town, so yeah. it was like, and I. When I went to high school is when I was able to be considered a decent at sports because we went to I went to high school with way less black people, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I was like a no. And then I was like, so for me to watch that movie, and there's just so many good characters and anything Denzel does. Whenever Denzel talks, oh. I, Denzel's the man. Now this is my own issues I'm dealing with here, but Denzel's the guy I want to be my father. Yeah, because whenever he talks in a movie, I feel comfortable. Totally. Like, yeah, he always be like, Ian, now sit down. Now you're okay. I'm okay. We're gonna be okay together. All right. Yeah. You got your. You're doing your podcast. You're gonna do a good job. Like it's. It's always so. Everything he says sounds so positive. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's talking you through like a hot. It could be a hostage situation, which it is in some of his movies, but yeah. it still feels the same way. So remember, the Titans hits me so fucking hard. Man. It's so yeah. good. Strong side. Right side. Strong side. Strong side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh. Fuck me, the dude. The soundtrack yeah. is fucking like mwah. It's oh, the so soundtrack good is awesome. The uh the characters are so fucking rich and fun yeah. and like California sunshine. sunshine. Yeah, sun- yeah, like that's such an like they were just such fun character choices. For Who's so, yeah, it's kind of like a good cast too, doesn't it? Like Yeah, they're all like Opie from uh Sons of Anarchy is uh Bertier or whatever his yeah, name yeah. is, the main dude. Um, dude, there's like a fucking car accident. There's like yeah. racial tension. Oh, Hayden Panettiere is like the daughter in yes. it. Yes, yeah, like yeah. loves football. Uh, to like the se- sort of racist, uh, like the assisting. That's one of my favorite roles in uh, movies about like integration. Is the like racist assistant coach or racist yeah. uh, guy who learns over the? I just watched that fucking Sudeikis Jesse Owens movie on oh, a plane. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like that movie. It should not. Oh, the name of that movie I is so know. perfect. It's yeah. so perfect, and like, is it not good? It's I haven't a, watched it's, it. It's like a not making the list. It's not making the list, <laughs> but yeah. it is like, but it, it it suffers from like that. And now I I don't know much about this, but it suffers from like, well, thank God this white coach yeah. was able to help. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, become yeah. like a guy who was like objectively the fastest human he being alive. His right. animal instincts <laughs> yeah, and yeah. taught him. Yeah. yeah. Finally, a quarterback who could think on his feet. You know, it's oh, like yeah. the oh, most stupid. But um, I I think remember the Titans sort of does it in a way that isn't so hammy or awful either. It's sort of like enough for a kid it's to pretty watch. good. Yeah. 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 You know who's in that movie? Your boy Ryan Gosling. Oh yes, yeah. right. He's like a cornerback. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's like the... the quarterback who loses the job to California. Yeah, to Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. The Sunshine. Oh, that's fucking 
True. Yeah, dude. Ryan Gosling's a dude I now hate for the wrong reasons. Like, <laughs> yeah. Turns out he's also funny. Like, yeah, nice guys are nice so guy. good. Yeah. And fuck, you're like actually good at comedy. It's like you and John Hamm just like, right? Do let, let us have comedy. Fuck, it's like how Blake Griffin. <laughs> let the sixes do comedy. Yeah. Like, get on the stage, Blake Griffin. I don't need you being better than me at this, too. Yeah. yeah. It's the last thing I want to find out is that, yeah, and like John Hamm is like a nine inch dong. It's like, yeah, of right? course, you get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> just a beautiful John Hamm penis. Just the holiday ham down there for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Titans, the mighty, mighty Titans. Like I, I know yeah. all that shit. It came out when I was in, I was maybe a sophomore in high school. So it was just like perfect. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I remember going to see I'm it doing with a bunch that. of kids from the JV team. We yeah. were all like, let's go. Dude, yeah, it was so. It was such a clutch release. Uh, <laughs> great football movie. There, were, there was a good run of football movies. Um, remember the Titans? Let's Now, John, it is time Oof. for your final pick. I'm I'm having a rough one here because I, I I'm gonna go with one that is n- uh, maybe not a good movie but in this in the interest of representation yes which makes me sound like I'm being open minded but I'm not in yeah, a way yeah. um, in the interest of representation I'm gonna choose Invictus as Invictus. my final sports movie yes <laughs> look at you not a great what you movie. mean to represent is rugby right yes than, yes yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know I mean South South African apartheid views yeah yeah you don't care about Robin Island you yeah. just want to make sure yeah oh who's Nelson Mandela I don't know but Matt Damon plays rugby and yeah. that's all that matters. <laughs> knows yeah. It was a good 30 for 30. Uh, right, 30 for 30. Uh, the, uh, I, think, I forget what it's called, maybe The 16th Man or something like that. Um, great 30 for 30. But the movie Invictus, the book that it's based on, the, the true story of what happened with the South African rugby team in that World Cup is fucking awesome. Like, it's such a cool thing. It's been dressed up even more to, like, to make it seem like it was even more important than it really was. Yeah. But to just see rugby in a movie was huge. Making that, by the way, the second film that featured Matt Damon playing rugby. If you remember in uh, The Departed, he's playing in the FDNY. Oh, that's and right. Yeah. yeah. In the opening scene set to the Spanish classic guitar stuff. So... You just After remember that if you're a rugby, I like when you're like watching League of Their Own. You're like, yes, women playing baseball. I'm like, mine is the most you're opposite. Like, yes, I'm like an American looking rugby. for rugby. <laughs> yeah. Like I already have my representation everywhere as a straight white man. I'm like, but I want heard. rugby too. Yeah, <laughs> finally, someone who's not a Maori playing rugby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I will say something about uh, rugby that I think maybe now I'm just like mm-hmm. now I'm patronizing, but it's one of the few sports where the rules don't change at all for yeah. gender. Oh it's yeah, exactly the exact same rules same time same field yeah. same everything for women which I think is totally bad and the women I played with at Marist and at um, the Village Lions the Leonas the yeah. female Lions they were fucking badass my little sister <laughs> yeah. played rugby and she was so much better than me she's <laughs> such a badass yeah. you know, the team, the shout out win- to Elisa Carmel the w- yeah. yeah shout out <laughs> <laughs> the women's uh, Olympic sevens team were fucking amazing to watch these, yeah. these women are brutal like brutally like i just i love it i love why yeah. like, it's so awesome to watch it's like a different type of beauty you're not familiar with is a woman running full speed and tackling someone like, <laughs> yeah. you're like holy shit i found that beautiful yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I, I, I find it beautiful when a dude does it now i really do yeah. but for me invictus was uh matt damon i was a little patronizing about like race and all that but sure 
seeing a rugby movie and knowing the story of that, and like the Springboks, right? South African, yeah, the team? South African yeah. Springboks. And now, so the Springbok is like a South African like plains animal, yeah. like a big ass badass deer, more or less. And early on in that team, the Springboks, when they would be like one of their initiations would be like take one of the toughest guys from the team, yeah, and they'd go out and try to tackle those fucking animals. What? Yeah, they would like guys have broke their shoulders and shit. Like you're out trying for the to season, <laughs> yeah, Holy trying shit. to tackle like a legit animal, like you know, fucking like hunting. This thing's <laughs> built to withstand lion attacks, right? Like, exactly. They defend themselves do, in Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Van Hoodeman yeah. or whatever. Van Rudeman, yeah, that weird Dutch last name. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I think for my last one, if I I would be um, you know laughed out of the rugby world if I didn't pick a rugby movie, I'd be I'll be it as bad as it is. Yeah. Now hopefully I'll be able to make a rugby movie in the next ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be your move. Yeah. yeah. I want to make like the uh, the Sandlot of rugby. <laughs> you should. Yeah, absolutely. You'll be the coach who comes back. Yeah. You play rugby like a girl. Oh, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Yes, but, and that's why you're on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a few more of that. We need a few more rugby guys that play like chicks. Yeah. So let's get them. <laughs> get in here. <laughs> oh, great pick, John. Uh, so that wraps up your draft. Rhea, it is time for your fifth pick. Your final pick. Great. My final pick, no, I could be cheating. I don't care. My final pick is the 9 for 9 series that is within the 30 for 30 oh, series. Oh, yeah. Okay. It came out at the anniversary of Title IX, which allowed women to play sports, essentially. Not at all. I'll allow it. <laughs> in, yeah, uh, yeah you get the whole OJ doc, you get yeah, that. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. It's a series of, you know hour-long documentaries just like 30 for 30 and there's some really great ones in there like the renee documentary the first transgender uh professional tennis player yeah um there's one about billy jean king and the battle of the sexes there's one about wnba i think uh, cheryl swoops and uh swoops the two that too. i that i really yeah that i really love are uh venus versus mm -hmm. which goes into specifically venus fighting for equal pay at wimbledon because <laughs> Like literally, she was playing in the final round of Wimbledon, and the morning that morning, hours before she's about to be at center court, she's arguing in front of the board, saying like, "You have absolutely no reason to be paying us less because we have as many people coming to see us." Yeah, like there's no more you know, in America. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest tennis star that America's yeah. objectively the Maybe most. Ever. Known. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Venus and Serena. Serena. Side yeah. note: yeah. I watched the U.S. Open from 2001, which was on September 8th. 2001 wow. in Flushing, New York. Watch that match and just looking at people like they don't know what's coming. Yeah. And also the the uh outgoing interviews with those two sisters. Those are some professional ass athletes those two yes. women. I highly recommend reading Polish. their statements afterwards of like being sisters, being professional athletes, just amazing. And then the other documentary in this series uh that is also very worth a watch is Let Them Wear Towels which is about female sports journalists and oh, how much they had to yeah. fight and still fight to be respected. Because that still. was a, a quote from a manager, I think, maybe, or Jack Morris of the Minnesota Twins, who was a real piece of shit, to a specific uh, journalist who died recently, whose name escapes me. You'll probably figure it out. It's a great story. You guys should both read about it. But he just said, like, oh, yeah, if they want to come in here, let them wear towels. Yeah, let them wear towels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's the, the men, the male it's, journalists yeah. don't wear towels either, yeah. though. Right. It makes no sense. It's it's a whole backwards double standard, and it's a really good uh, really it's good documentary. It's fucking great, man. And that's yeah. just sports journalism. That's right. not even, like, just women journalism. wanting to play sports. That's just wanting to cover sports. Right, right. The ability to write we can't things cover down sports. and to notice things. Yeah. When some of the – like, Jackie McMullen is one of the – like – Anyone who's an honest person 
wouldn't say, she's one of the top five basketball writers, mm-hmm. just around, like around right now, and maybe ever. Yeah. Like, it, there's just fucking amazing. Yeah, it re- that really bugs it me. Really, g- it really, it turns out gender doesn't help you write better. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> turns out previous pen notion, being dick. a good writer means <laughs> yeah. you're just a r- good writer. Um, yeah. The that other... just makes me also think of the uh, women's soccer team. The oh, yeah, there's one There's yeah. one on them, too, the that's US like, women's soccer team. They're like, we yeah. do better than the men. Right. We and are, like, they, objectively they do way better. better. That's what's a bit like the original like women's U.S. soccer team, Mia Hamm, Brandi Chastain, all those women that like yeah. broke the soccer thing loose. Like Everybody's like, oh, my God, women's soccer, women's soccer. We love it. We love it. Then they make a men's major league soccer right. yeah. team yeah. in the U.S., and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Hang on a minute. So wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, love way so, to so... capitalize on the fever incorrectly, yeah. Thanks, ladies. We got it from here. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. There is a luckily, there is a women's professional league. Net the port. Shout out to the Portland Thorns. Ooh, pretty good. Pretty good. The Portland Thornsmiths. <laughs> yeah, the Portland Thornsmiths. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that Courtney Thornsmith's yeah. name is in my head. Portland right Thorns and the Timbers, <laughs> two of the uh, best teams in American professional soccer. Uh, other so oh, there was Jennifer also a, Fry. I highly re- recommend if you're into sports journalism yeah. or journalism at all. She recently passed away, and she was just like prolific in sports journalism. And she had a fight with Jack Morris, who was essentially just a, a complete asshole to her because she was a woman. Yeah. And it's been spun that like he was not a dick, and she was just like shouldn't have been there or whatever. But oh. <laughs> I highly recommend looking into it because I, I read a lot about her like on a flight, and it was a. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, there should be a movie about that woman. I'll, I'll make it. Make that movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're taking out of this. Is like maybe we should all work. We should all make some sports movies. Uh, there was also a Pat Summit documentary. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. thank you. Fucking yes. Pat Summit. Fucking Pat awesome. Summit, man. Pat Summit. I read an article a by a, a male uh, sports writer that was like, I should have given her more respect. Yeah, everyone <laughs> should. So awesome. Literally everybody. She's one of the greatest coaches in the history of athletics. Yeah, because not only is she like the most winningest coach of everyone. NCAA. She, everyone fucking graduated. Everyone graduated. They graduated, man. And they, she turned out some of the great. The, I mean, some of the just great finest people. athletes. She gave women program. an opportunity to become like people. Yeah, <laughs> and like that is something we just don't value enough. Not you know? at all. It's yeah. She fucking did like the idea of a student athlete is ridiculous. You know, like with, with you know, like Coach Calipari is mm-hmm. like the man, men's equivalent of like a Pat Summit. It's all one and done shit. You know what yeah. I mean? The idea of student a- and I think the idea of being a student athlete is ridiculous anyway. Like let mm-hmm. let this person who's obviously going to be in the NBA obviously go to the NBA. Mm-hmm. But like Pat Summit did that and made sure they graduated. Yep. It's just fucking so dope. Did, it, all of her players graduated. All right? of them. All of them. There wasn't. She's one like who the only coach out. that is that winning, and then also had all of their students yeah. graduate. Fucking man! Shout out to Pat Summit's ghost, wherever it is. Uh, it is definitely. It is on a basketball court. It is yeah. definitely on a basketball definitely. court. Yeah, 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 yeah. suit on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere shouting at Len Bias's ghost. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I lo- yeah, great pick, great oh, final good pick. Call. Something that oh, I'm now I'm going to go. I mean, I've, I saw the Venus one. That uh, I love that. Yeah, thing. yeah. They're so good. They're so awesome. Didn't something just recently happen? Like where they were like interviewing Andy Roderick. It was like, oh, how's it feel to be like the most winning? Oh, and yeah, he was yeah. like, actually, it's, uh, yeah. it's Venus Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Serena. It's Serena. Yeah. It's Serena. Yeah. Serena's actually, the greatest American yeah. athlete of yeah. our age, at yeah, least. And maybe there ever. also like an amazing footage I saw or I read an article about her like when she was young being interviewed. And they were like, no, we take like, I forget what she says, like something her dad's like, no. 
you are the best or yeah. something like yeah. that. I say something in an interview, it's like one of the best or whatever. It's like, technically I am the best or something. Like, they're just so yeah, confident and no, You are yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Also, Crip walks better than most tennis players. I fucking <laughs> yeah. love that. I love when she fucking busts it and people are like, no, you can't do that. It was like, she's from fucking Compton. I can't. Lay the fuck off. So yeah, man, yeah. I used to give Venus so much shit just for beads in her hair. Yeah. In <laughs> Wimbledon. It's like, oh, that's not racist at all. Agassi had a fucking, turns out Agassi had a wig on. Yeah. Had a and wig a, on and all a meth pipe on underneath that wig and you're getting mad about her beads yeah fucking Serena's a bad like if you can't get behind that fuck you if you don't look at those two women and be like those are athletes like you're a fucking idiot yeah yeah. dude the Williams sisters yeah Uh, amazing so now it is my turn uh, to make the final pick of the sports movie draft and I am so torn right now Nothing's right. I'm torn. In fact, that's how torn I am. Uh, all right. I have to go. Oh. Just go with love and basketball, man. I know love you want to ba- go with it. It's on my, it's on my list. But I'm I going like- with Eddie? No. Uh, <laughs> Celtic pride. I have to go. I am. I'm, I'm going to say what I'm not going to take. And it, this is between two of my. I'm not going to take the Bones Brigade documentary. Mm. Okay. Which is, if you haven't seen it, it is one of my favorite. I've seen it dozens of times. It is such a good documentary about skateboarding. Yeah. And about the Bones Brigade specifically. Uh, it's just, it's just amazing. It's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone participates in it. Um, Have you seen the Taz Papas? Uh, no. Documentary. Great follow. If you love the Bones Br- Brigade one. Yeah. Watch the Papa's documentary. Oh, I definitely will. The the like Rodney, just like how in depth they go oh, on, yeah. on Rodney Mullen. Yeah. on this is like a man. What a sweet, gentle dude. Yeah, he is too. Um, so I'm not going to take that. What I'm going to take instead, and apologies to you on this, uh, John, taking winning time. <laughs> the documentary about Reggie Miller <laughs> torching the New York Knicks. Cheryl over... Miller was better. Cheryl Miller was way better, and they talk about that in the documentary too. I know. That's one of the great moments of the documentary is like when. Uh, Reggie, they like Cheryl and Reggie's dad pick Reggie up from like a game uh, where they're like, Reggie's like, yeah, I started tonight. And like Cheryl is like, oh, great. Uh, and he's like, and Reggie's like, yeah, I went for 43. And uh, Cheryl doesn't say anything. And like, what did, what did you do tonight? And then they just cut to this clip where it's like, local high school basketball player Cheryl, Cheryl Miller goes for 109 points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cheryl, I haven't seen this. Reggie Miller to, yeah. is only who he is because of Cheryl yes. Miller. Because yeah. he had an older sister who was better than him all the way up until when he was in the NBA. Yeah. And maybe even then. We'll never <laughs> yeah, know. Uh, yeah. Cheryl Miller fucking owned him. And it's yeah. uh She ripped it. She fucking was great. Cheryl oh, Miller awesome. Cheryl Miller probably I'm well, I don't know. I don't know enough about basketball to say that. <laughs> but she was fucking she'd beat she'd beat any dude who thinks they he could be you know sometimes you like run into those dudes like at a twenty four hour fitness or whatever. Oh, like yeah. they run they're like Man, you fucking you put me up against a WNBA player. I'd like I'd tear sure. him apart. Yeah, 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 sure you would. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. Like sure. Cheryl Miller would have like taken you down to the post and like had you for lunch. Yeah. Like all it takes is her scoring on you three times yeah. for you to completely lose your shit You're and weeping. have an emotional breakdown. Yeah. So there's, I, I for that reason myself. alone, yeah. you cannot beat these women. <laughs> Not at I wouldn't even yeah. touch myself on like a treadmill next to a WNBA player yeah. Unless, yeah. in the sport that they're actually trained in. Yeah, <laughs> super and would I mean, like break my ankles barefoot. You know what I mean? A bunch of those dudes. Like this summer for the Olympics, they were going to the women's games and like the they play each other. Yeah, they in the WNBA and like the second string NBA guys play each yeah. other, and they're like they beat the shit out of us. Like they 
They can play each other. They can play ball. They can yeah. play each other. My amor, man, there's so many good. Yeah. Uh, oh, who's the, oh what's her? This is. I mean, this. Oh, I, fuck! I forget her name. They, I guess this is what it, to bring it full circle when you could talk about like basketball players that you can have a crush on. What Rebecca Lobo. Rebecca Lobo. I had. I, I thought she was. Shamika Holdsclaw. Yeah, Shamika Holdsclaw. What's her Candace name? Candace Parker. She's. Uh, she plays. Lisa for Leslie. The, she no. She plays Currently. right now. She's a blonde oh, lady who plays for like Della Donna. Yeah, yeah. I think Della she Donna. plays for my team. I think she does play for your team. <laughs> <laughs> not that not that that was the barrier between me and you know, the Cleveland the basketball Lina. team or that team that has way more players. Elena, right? yeah, Della yeah. Donna, yeah. the team that has way more players on it. The I team which I, shall not be named. I think. <laughs> I think. I think her preferred sexuality is like the last thing on the list keeping me from hooking yeah, up with Elena yeah. Della Donna. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I, we made it that far down the road, yeah. she's saying, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm gay. I'm already further than I've yeah. ever been. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and letting me be a part of the process. Ow, yeah. my hand. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I'd be like leading it, yeah, shaking up. Yeah. Can we just have an asexual, you be the big spoon? Just yeah. for a second. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Winning Time is so, it's just such a masterfully made document. It's just so good. And it capture like it just captures that '90s basketball, the, the Knicks and yeah. the Heat weren't in it, but the Heat too and the yeah. Pacers. Oh, '90s basketball, God, it was so just much. those teams. Sm- the Cavs were part of it too. Oh yeah, just the East when they were like dominant and just like smashing into each other over and over and over again. Fighting over the scraps that Jordan was leaving, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's funny that like it just created like a schism where it's like yeah, yeah. there's Michael Jordan, then there's like eight other teams, then there's like eight amazing good. teams, yeah. yeah. But no one cares where he's playing a different sport than the rest. Yeah, of them. yeah. and just yeah. like the Spike Lee subplot, him getting involved in yeah. it, and like and going to like Indiana, like birthplace of the KKK, which he loves to point out. Yeah, and like all that sitting courtside, and uh, how Reggie Miller just like like attributes Spike Lee for like the reason he played so hard and Spike <laughs> so awesome there's like a part where it just cuts to him and he's just shaking his head it's a, it's just such a well made documentary it's so entertaining yeah. oh you have to see it yeah, it's yeah. fucking winning time it's I think Dan Clores directed it I might be wrong about that um, but yeah just so good I think it's my favorite my favorite 30 for 30 even though I took the OJ OJ's better but uh, yeah Dan Clores directed it but winning time is like more entertaining it's so good um. Yeah. So that's 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 the draft. We left some amazing movies on the board. Yeah. Does anyone have like one of their alternates that they feel like uh, like I didn't get Little Giants out there? Little which, Giants which was, was so big, good. For, which was big for me. If you want to talk about uh, a, uh, childhood crushes, yeah. And ice <laughs> oh, the icebox. <laughs> and I was like maybe like too close in age to really like you know what yeah. I mean. Like I think I might have been like older than Icebox was. Right. Right. Yeah. But. Legally, but oh, still so into Icebox. The cat in, in Mighty Ducks. What was it? The, oh, the, the uh, quick hand, right? Yeah. The, yeah. I forgot about Mighty oh, Ducks. She, yeah. Mighty Ducks was one of those. It almost feels list. like not a sports movie for it some It kind of does it, right? I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> Disney does that to movies. Yeah, I grew up uh, constantly getting confused for Goldberg the goalie. So I was oh. actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> completely uh. reasonable. Um, I uh, also, um, off of hockey movies, Miracle. Miracle's That's another good. Disney movie, oh, yeah. but, but I feel like it's just because it's based on a good story. Here's know? my the three movies that were hardest for me to not pick. Space Jam. Good call. Mm-hmm. White Men Can't Jump. Mm-hmm. 
and Varsity Blues. Oh, oh yeah. 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 We, no one said the original Friday Night Lights either. No. Yeah. The TV show is so much better. It's hard to talk about the, the movie with the TV. <laughs> yeah. But the movie, when Boogie is finding out he's not going to play, is one yeah. of the most intense scenes yeah. in the movie ever recorded. Holy it really, shit. It's yeah. really And I mean, good. that Explosions in the Sky soundtrack is oh, so yeah. perfect for you football. Yeah. So perfect. So perfect. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Speaking uh, of so good, you got oh, what did you leave on the board? Oh, I left love and basketball on the yeah. board. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Ooh. Fuck, and Moneyball. I, I didn't take Field of Dreams because I already did the like because Field of Dreams yeah. I hated when I was a kid because I didn't get it at all. Right. And right. then watching it now as an adult, I was just a puddle. Hey, Dad, want to have a catch? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't even watch it that has dad issues. Dude. Yeah, like, I cry at it's, like Modern yeah. Family third act. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't. That's fuck why with I left it on the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't want any crying. And in then there. what was the last one you said? Uh, Moneyball. Moneyball. Moneyball is such cry. a good movie. Moneyball oh. makes me cry. It's That's almost so a front office baseball. movie more than a baseball, but it's so yeah, but good. it's so good. I love Wait, what did you say before? Oh, you love and basketball. That love also and makes basketball. It, we, we didn't uh, hoop dreams. Feels hoop like dreams. A big, oh uh, yeah. yeah. I love hoop dreams, and this is going to sound hypocritical because I took like a seven-hour OJ documentary. <laughs> it's long. It's long. It's hoop very long. long. I forgot when I rewatched it. I was like, yeah. this movie's way longer. Hoop dreams than is I like yeah. three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very long. We left. He got game on the table. <laughs> Uh, which is so good. Raging Bull. Ooh. We left an Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But who wants to watch? Who's like on home Happy and like Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. Like yeah, I don't would... I don't usually throw Raging Bull in. Never. Like, it's like a like Friday. A nice You're afternoon. like, let's make some popcorn yeah. and watch Raging Bull. Yeah, I but watch Happy Gilmore is probably the sports wife. movie I've seen the most. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, I wouldn't call it a sports movie because it's a Sandler movie first, but yes. shit. It is kind also of Also Tin Cup. Oh, yeah. Another God. great Costner run. We'll mm-hmm. save all this for round two. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Rhea Butcher, John Gabris. Thank you, Ian Carmel. Thank you for we your time. It. Thank you uh, to the listeners for listening. Uh, tune in again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.